podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. Pretty sure this is episode five. I think it's the best one yet. Hopefully I'm correct. Uh, We talk about all kinds of random shit. Very random episode. A lot of TV talk here and there. Um, We do a top five list, movie trilogies. Oh yeah, Snappy's on at first for about the first hour. And then Dom comes on. We talk a little basketball. And then we do a top five movie trilogies in which he, again, is very disappointed in my top five. Um, But thanks for listening. And we are joined by Snappy. What up, what up? So how's the foot going, man? Man, the foot is just constantly throbbing, whether I take the pain meds or not. So I just kind of don't take the pain meds and just deal with it. Yeah, you could sell that shit on the streets. Back in my old days, I probably could have. <laughs> yeah, Um. so after we, me and you recorded last week, because we talked about Who is America, I had you watch some clips of who is America. So what were your thoughts on that? Okay. First of all, I retract my statement of trying to defend that one guy. If they were willingly doing this <laughs> after watching it, they are complete idiots and shouldn't be in office of any kind. That's all I was saying. That, that was what I was trying to say. I mean, I watched it and there's just no way you could not know what she was doing unless you absolutely knew it was a joke, but this obviously wasn't the case. Right. I mean, unless they just edited it so well, to make these people look dumb. But yeah, I just, when you watch it, you're like, no, I think. When you actually got someone intelligent or the one politician they found, it was a young guy, was right. like, no, that's absolutely, no, I won't endorse that. <laughs> right. So I really enjoy it. I would say the third episode, um, you know, last week wasn't as good as the others. Uh, he didn't like get people quite as well. But I hear the end of the season gets better. So I'm just going to continue to watch them and see how that goes. Um, all right, so I heard of this one crazy conspiracy theory, and I sent you a link. I don't think you read too much into it. No, not a lot. It's about to go mainstream from what I understand as far as this uh, conspiracy theory. And it's basically a collaboration of all the alt-right conspiracy theories kind of combined into one umbrella sort of theory. And I actually find it pretty fun and interesting. I'm not saying I believe it. It sounds interesting. Maybe I'll go read through it. Um, so it's... It started because at one of Trump's rallies, someone had a sign that said, we are Q. So now people are like, who the fuck is Q? Um, so that's why like people are now caring, right? And it's spelled uh, capital Q, capital A, and then N-O-N is lowercase. I've pronounced it K-9, but I don't know. I have no idea what it is, right, uh, how they pronounce it out loud. But that's – if you want to look it up, that's what you can do. And so I read an NPR article, and NPR is normally pretty fair uh, and unbiased in their reporting. And – the the gist of it, without going to all the details, is that the Robert Mueller investigation into Donald Trump is all a ploy. And Donald Trump is going on Twitter getting pissed about it. That's also all an act. And that Robert Mueller and Donald Trump are actually working together, and they're going to take down the largest pedophile ring that, that's ever existed that's consisted of people in the government, people in Hollywood, and people in the media. And that's why the media is against Trump. And they'll all see whenever Robert Mueller gets done and he actually goes after the pedophiles and not Donald Trump, 
And that, that's more or less the, the conspiracy theory, right? And so they blanket that into a lot of other shit. So if anything happens, they'll somehow slot it into it. Um, I think it's an interesting conspiracy theory because it will have, is it true or not, at some point in time. Right. Like at some point in time, we have to get to a place where you're like, well, your conspiracy theory was right or it was wrong. It's not like a JFK thing where like we can argue all day because no one really knows. This is something you are predicting to happen and it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't either, but I think it's fun if it did. And especially if I'm going to be under dictatorship, I promise you it won't be under Trump. <laughs> right. so, I did vote for him the first time, but I think it's time to. Dunk. I just. I think it's time to dump Trump. Right. I'm just really, from like a normal citizen standpoint, I'm alarmed by how much money we continue to keep spending after every president. Like, the Democrats come in and the Republicans, and the Democrats and the Republicans. And every time, the only thing that's consistent is they keep spending more money than the president before. And that's crazy. And I'm like, we can't keep this shit up. Like, it's just not possible. That's how much they spend on the election process and going. And t- right. They're, they honestly shouldn't even be allowed to take donations. No. There should be a limit of like $50,000 what you got for your budget. Go. Right. Period. Like, they got to do something to rein that shit in. The fact that people can pay a bunch of money to these candidates, they're not ever for the people. They're just no. not. <laughs> like, they have too many uh It's lobbyists. just extra spending that's not needed. It's kind of like back in the old days where the kings would throw festivals for someone coming into town. There was no need in Dude, all that shit. Trump wants to throw a military parade. The only people that really do that, and I know France did something similar for their president, but it really wasn't a military parade. I don't know. France is also a lot smaller and shit, but he wants to do a military parade that's going to cost like a billion dollars just because he wants to be a, have a fancy parade for him. And I'm like, that's the biggest waste. Like, you can't run as a fucking conservative Republican and then be like, throw me a parade that costs money. You would like... I would throw it for the troops, but I wouldn't have it for myself. Yeah, do do something. I would someone. throw it for all the troops and not be a part of it. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, stepping back. And honestly, again, I'm just for, I think we do waste money. So that seems like a wasteful thing to me. But I guess if it really got the morale up, because some people get real fucking hot for that shit. I'm just the top that would skip the parade. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Right. I don't care about parade. Um, another random thing I heard this week, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're not aware because I just wasn't at all, right, is that there is a racist term that I've learned of that I didn't realize was racist, but it, it existed forever, where if someone uses the term globalist, they're actually calling someone Jewish. <laughs> and I just Art. never knew that. And so like this Jewish I, guy. How was does on, that relate? Because the idea is that the Jewish people are running the new world order and they're trying to make the globe one nation. And the Jewish people don't have a one home. They're spread all over the world. So I guess it was a term that like Hitler and random people used to say back like they're globalists. And it's come back around where people are saying it. And I just didn't know that. So, for instance, one of Trump's cabinet members who was Jewish retired or resigned. And Trump was like, even though he's a globalist, I still like him. And then you're like, if it doesn't mean Jewish, what the fuck was he talking about? That was, then? That was a way to get get away with the joke. I would have done something like that. Right. But like, I just was and like, if they was actual buddies, the other guy right, probably oh, I'm got not, it. Yeah. Yeah. He, the guy laughed. I'm not saying Trump's a racist for saying it. What I'm saying is like. That's how people, I think, start to look like, what the fuck's he mean? Because if you don't right, know that Right, then they joke, got to looking it up, and now like, oh, that was racist. Right. Come on, man. So, it is weird, though, so that people are using that term. I'm just like, that's just odd. I don't know. I've never heard of that in my life before. I would have never called. That's kind of like I did that whole thing where you look down, and it's a circle and three fingers. 
and right. saying someone looked at me and was like, why'd you call me an asshole? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I was talking about the whole you look, you see the circle, and you fucking punch somebody. Right. You know, apparently in sign language, it's an asshole. Right. And then you brought up something else that it was. Yeah, wide power symbol, but as a joke. Right. It started off as a joke, and then it's man- manifests itself to a real thing. It's fucking weird. Internet. Kinda Internet's like that, crazy. Uh, cash me outside, girl. Yeah, she actually makes some um, rap videos, and it fucking hurts my heart, man. Hurts my heart that I was talking. I posted something about internet making stupid people famous, and she's like, "No, it doesn't." And like two weeks later, this she's got contracts and shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't even hate on her for like trying to be a rapper. If you want to use your fame from fucking Doctor Phil, because that shit was funny as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Anyone acts like they're above that, like, oh, that was. Ugh. I don't know. I just hate when people act like shit, like they're above shit. When I'm like, no, that shit was funny, and you know it. Um, but she's a horrible rapper. She's really bad. I can't even understand her. Right. She's not even saying anything. Like, and to me, she has so much potential, but to she me, has that whole crazy at, white girl look. She's on top, but she's still at the bottom. See, I didn't so, think she was on top. I don't know how people feel about her. But well, because she's white trash. She comes from nothing. She's done a stupid thing, and now she's making all this money off of being an idiot. Right. Uh, it is crazy. And that you just saying white trash reminded me earlier this week. I was reading this thing on uh, is white trash racist and is white trash the equivalent of the N word? No, white trash is a type of uh, it's a type of white person that lives out in trailer homes. It's got trash and toys and everything in the yard. See, you I go think in their house family, and it's like a mini version of hoarders inside of a trailer house. Right. Like I think our family and not to be mean one, I think they qualify as white trash. Some of them, not all. Yes. Uh, but we're borderline or whatever. Um, and so I've never thought of it as being racist. I do think it is a description of a type of person. Because um, I think redneck and white trash are different things. And to me, I know in my mind exactly the difference. And a hillbilly's different. Right. And like, now, but if you're not around the South or whatever, I'm sure you, to you, they are the same thing, right? right. Um, but anyway, that was a whole thing that came up. But I would say if another, if someone of another race called someone white trash, that's kind of similar. If someone I bet calling that someone. Probably uh, that's what they're, they're meaning. Right. I would assume they would mean something racist. Like, I think if uh, I'm not even using the N word, like if so, I think someone could say something to a black person of like, look at that poor homeless black man. And someone like that's racist. Right. Like someone would think that. Right. And so I'm like, well, white trash is kind of just like poor white people. I, I, I don't know if it is or not, but I was reading these arg- arguments for both ways. I was like, I've never taken it that way. Um, I find it to be a funny term. Honestly. I think uh, white trash is a lifestyle. Yeah. It leans more toward the uh, meth and hillbilly type of... Right. I think I think a hoarding is a very large deal. Like, you mentioned that word a second ago. There is something about the whole, no, we need that plastic butter tub for Mom, eight years. <laughs> Mom, I love you, but the hoarding has to stop. <laughs> it has been going on for years. My wife almost has an aneurysm every time we go to my mom's. She loves my mom. My right. mom loves her. But, man, she, she it's just piles and piles of stuff. So, hey, won't you help me get this out? And she's got like twelve sheds out back. That's even worse. Yeah, my parents done a, have done a pretty decent job. My mom keeps a fairly clean house, I guess. But they are building a shop building that may be for that. You know, they're getting older. They might want to start just keeping shit forever. That's how our family seems to be. But if they some. build the shop building, they're just going to fill it. Yeah, yeah, no. But I mean, their house isn't junk. My my parents' house is not overcrowded at the moment, but. I could see a a time and period where that happens to my dad. My stepdad, he he wouldn't throw out anything, including food. On day seven, he would throw it all in a container and make some kind of weekly stew. 
It usually tasted pretty good, but you had no Ugh. clue what was in it. Yeah, that's some Game of Thrones shit. I mean, from the book, not like a show. Uh, there's a place Arya goes, and they do that, basically. There's one time we had we was having spaghetti and salad, and I took my first wife there, and we ran out of ranch dressing, or someone forgot to pick it up. He brings out that generic miracle whip that says salad dressing, said, here you go. You're like, are you kidding me? That's, oh, it's salad dressing? No, that's not how this works. Yeah, I hate Miracle Whip. I I love me some Hellman's mayonnaise. Hate Miracle Whip because it's all fucking sweet and just shitty. See, I grew up on Miracle Whip, but I, I, I got did. converted I did to mayonnaise. I did too. When I was young, I liked I came to college, Miracle I Whip. And then somewhere like 13, one day I was like, it's too sweet. Tastes like dessert. And I just didn't. I don't know. It was, it was weird. Uh, another random thing that's kind of something. My dad did this, so I have a feeling you will have some connection as well. Something that's popped up on Facebook in the last week is this debate or new discovery that Southerners like to put peanuts in their Coke. That's not new. Right? I was like, so my dad, uh, he's like the trading top. Like, he always had like a boat or a motorcycle or both. And he's like trading them off to get a different mm-hmm. one. And he'll be like, I don't need one. And a year later, he'll trade to get another one again. Um, just top guy is. So there, every time he had a motorcycle, we would always go right around the lake because they live, uh, my hometown's by a lake. And my dad would always stop, get a Coke, and me a Coke, like in a 20-ounce bottle, and then a fucking pack of peanuts, and then you would pour them in that shit. And yeah. that was just a thing. I don't know. But everyone's, like, debating it like it's My a, wife's from Oregon, and uh, she knows about that. Right. I don't know. Everyone acts like it was this new fad. Her, her whole thing is comparing Oregon and Oklahoma to rhubarb and okra. Right. And I'm like, it kind of looks the same in the garden, but you really use rhubarb for desserts and stuff like that. Yeah, well, rhubarb, I think, could be like poison if you don't cook it right or something. I could be wrong, but I think rhubarb's harder to deal with. I don't know. My Side wife, note. My, my wife swears by it. Side note. Look up one of my all-time favorite YouTube videos. Now, I'm sure it's out there, but it's old by now, so I don't know if it holds up, is the rhubarb lady. There's like wild rhubarb growing in someone else's yard and she's taking it and then these people come out and confront her and she goes ape shit. Fucking one of my favorite videos of all time. So after this, we're going to look up a rhubarb lady. All right. Um, but yeah, Oregon, from what I understand, so I've met someone from there, that there's like two halves to it. There's like the ocean half and the inland half and they're very different. My wife always just says Southern Oregon. Oh, okay. So I, evidently there is two parts, kind of like California, Northern, and Southern. Right. Because there's a big old line in California. That's kind of how they determine their gangs. Right. Well, there's a – California's fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I went there when I was nine because I had family there with my mom. And we went to a family reunion, never met any of those people again. And my family's from Stockton, California. And we went from Hollywood – like, we went to – actually, Hollywood's so like in L.A., but L.A. is not really a town. It's like a collection of a bunch of fucking towns. People right. don't realize that. Um, and we went from there to Stockton. It took hours. But like on the map, you're like, oh, it's just like this because that state looks so big. And so it was like, God the damn The drive sucks so bad. Yeah, I never saw Arizona. Both my, times we did it during the night. My wife drove to Oregon. I attempted to drive, and it was, yeah, it was just too much for me. Yeah, see, we, we have some sort of limit because my wife will not drive on trip. I mean... It's just easier if I'll just tough it out. So we just got to figure that part well, out. No, I was like, I, I drive all right, but my wife, she doesn't like my driving. So I just <laughs> let her drive. That's funny. Um, Says I don't pay attention enough. Yeah, I mean, that that could be a problem, I guess. Um, another thing I've noticed this week, I saw someone comment this, and now I can't not notice it, is that old people write Facebook comments like they're leaving a voicemail. 
It'll be like, it's like an old person will come to your page and they'd be like, hey, Eric, I hope you're having a good day. We're doing all right here. We're just thinking about going to the movies later. All right, talk to you later. And it's like a fucking comment they write out. Like old people, right? And it's just so funny because if you imagine they're leaving a voicemail, it makes perfect sense. My mother intentionally misspells stuff. Intentionally? Like what? W-U-T. Oh, all right. Unless that's just what how she really thinks it is, and that's what happens every time she hits W. <laughs> right. Because this is consistent. Right. And then wrestling. She calls it wrestling. Oh, my God. R-A-S-T-L-I-N-G. There is nothing that annoys me more about my dad and other people I've met around this state, because it happens with a lot of other people, that say wrestling instead of wrestling, and that say Washington instead of Washington. Those the, are the two words that the I don't wrestling know thing. My mom does it intentionally, and she even labels her pictures and all that. She's always been big into wrestling, right? And it's always wrestling. Yeah, I don't know why you can't just pronounce it. Correctly. I don't even know. If she puts the G on it. I think she cuts it off at the end. Same way, like my dad, uh, he always says idea instead of idea, and I'm like, it's idea. There's no R in this word. You mean idea? <laughs> uh, our Uncle Tony was that bad one time. We went to his house for some reason when I was with Dad and was down in Medill. And uh, he said, pull up a cheer. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I didn't understand what he said, so right. I just stayed leaned on the counter. Eric, pull you up a cheer. What the fuck? I, I was like, what are you talking about? You don't know what a cheer is? Right. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and that's just being wrong. Like, I had a friend whose dad... Had a cool one though. He called Bologna Bologna because that's how it's spelled. And now I, to this day, say that every time I spell the word Bologna. Nice. So I've heard it called Bologna a few times. But he was like a big hunting guy, mm-hmm. right? And so I felt like it was a hunting thing. So I was like, cool, man. Well, see, I'd always called it a, if I put it in a frying pan, I'd call it fried Bologna. Yeah. Dude, I love fried Bologna. It's so fucking good. You got to make the slits. Yeah, I wait till it starts to bubble and then I stab. But no, some man, you stab cut first. three slits in it and then it's like harder to get out of the pan. You know what I'm talking about? Um, you don't know what I'm talking not about. Not really. I just throw it's it on like, there it and ends bubbles. Up being I stab like three it. Three trapezoids. You so just you make, cut them in half? No, you, I, I I could show you on a circular. Okay. You make three sit. Basically, you third it up. Yeah, I go hole, man. Hole no. with the hole. No, and then it just makes that big air pocket that's then you stab that it prevents it though you can avoid that whole situation that's part of the fun it's like the little moisture pocket no i've never met anyone that done three slots their baloney man well, that's how my dad taught me so that's how i do it damn whippersnapper <laughs> so you brought up something that was kind of a story this week to me earlier about the madden video game the madden video game and, and they uh, censored colin kaepernick's name in a rap song they did, and it was uh, because someone took this too far. Is They didn't have the rights to Colin Kaepernick because of him being forced out of the NFL, right or wrong, it happened. Right. And they took it one step too far, and uh, uh, I guess you would call it bleep his name out every time it came up in a song. Right. And uh, they don't the, the songs and the EA rights don't even go hand in hand, so it was no need to be done. Right. Because, theoretically, a rapper could be talking about any Kaepernick. Right. So, I mean, you just couldn't do that. Uh, it became a huge news, like, because I, I was some video game stuff, and, I mean, EA came out and apologized, said they fucked up, wasn't their intentions, blah, blah, blah. Did so that employee it, get fired? I don't know. Probably. I'm sure today's day, 
In today's age, I'm sure they did. Right. Well, not even for just because today's age is so like politically correct, but the video game industry is so cutthroat. Like they'll just hire 200 people, and as soon as the game's done, they cut them, and then those people move on. Like, do they make bank during that time? They make okay money, but like they make good money because they have to work like 90 hour weeks. They have like crazy overtime. The video game industry is probably like the last. Uh, everyone's getting fucked, really, in a lot of ways, like the small man. But you have the reward where you could get enough experience to go out and make your own independent game and then become like Jonathan Blow, who's made a few games and is like now a billionaire. Right? Like, I mean, there's that chance. That'd be awesome. Um, but I think you just got to put in the work to learn the shit, you know, at a big studio, or a lot of people do. Right. Um, but I, I always hear about it all the time, and like people are trying to unionize, and then studios are threatening them. And I'm like, Oh, that's crazy. I'm, I mean, it'd be cool to work in it, but that is like a bad part of it or bad side. So one thing I saw this week, a video, and it's awesome, another one. I'm just going to turn this into the, hey, YouTube this podcast. It was of these <laughs> Mexicans. They shut down a factory. So like the way the story was read, and I'll have to look it up. I don't remember the exact name. Um, some racist boss fired these two Mexicans and was very racist about it. And all the Mexicans in this huge factory... We're like, fuck you, we're all leaving. Awesome. And then this black dude was filming it, and he was like, the amigos are leaving. They leaving. Like, and he was, his commentary is the best part, right? And he just watches them all fall. And then he, he does like a follow-up video of like no one being there. And then apparently that company offered that guy $250 to take down the video, even though it had like 5 million views at that time. And then he was like, no, nah, I just let them fire me. I've been I a dollar care. review. Yeah. Uh, Give me a dollar view and I'll take it down right now. Right. And honestly, the damage was done. So I'm like. Tax free. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think it's crazy they didn't even try that. But he was like, yeah, I got fired. It's fine. Like, he was cool that he was like, I, he goes, man, that was just a moment for me. That was a moment, right? And so, cool ass video, I think. Not for the racial aspects, even though that is a part of it. It's just like, yeah, if it will, how cool would it be if like you had a shit boss who was fucking abusive or whatever to people? And then everyone was like, you know what? Fuck you. We're all sticking together. That would be a cool moment regardless of any race. So Tell your grandchildren about that. Right. So it's a cool video. I recommend checking that out. So anything been going on since you've been just sitting at home with your leg up? Uh, Well, we watched uh, the new season of Orange is the New Black. It was pretty good. I've heard it's like the best season, but I just got so tired of that show somewhere. It went through like a slump. I would say during like season three to season six. To me, they pushed the white black thing too much. I don't know. I don't personally there enjoy that. a lot that. of that because, I mean, it was a whole new season. It was just they all went into new prisons and then the whole ending episode kind of fucking, he was like, nuh-uh. Um, so, I mean, it, it was pretty good. I was pretty pleased. The Shameless, it did the same thing. Oh, the new yeah, I yeah, saw where the new season of Shameless is on Netflix. The new the Shameless did for me what you said Orange is the Black did to you. Right. It kind of just mellowed out for me. Right. And honestly, for but, me and my wife, we loved Shameless when we first watched it. And then once Lip goes to college and Lip's my favorite on the show, he becomes the worst character. And so when your favorite character becomes the worst character, it's just hard to be into it. So we kind of fell out of it. But I know the new seasons are on Netflix, so I might try I haven't watched the last two, I don't think, of Shameless. Um, or Orange is the New Black, so I'm a little behind they on They both this. just came out the last couple of weeks. I right. think uh, Orange is the New Black was last week, but we pretty much watched it all in one setting. Right. Yeah, I mean, we do that um, all the time. I've basically forced Koopy to uh, watch The Office, 
Like poor Koopy. I know you don't like The Office, but it just drives me nuts because like I don't even understand how we have a conversation and you can't and you don't like The Office. Like that's how much I enjoy The Office. Is like I watch every episode and I'm like, God, it's fucking genius. It's everything about this show is the best. It's clearly well, it's, you're obviously more nerdy than me. It's not even about being nerdy though. Like I guess I, you have to have some. There are some jokes I'm sure you need to have some trivial knowledge of things, but just how ridiculous Michael Scott is. I've never really sat down and watched it, to be honest. It's not that I have anything against The Office. I've never really sat down and tried to watch it. I've coattailed on other people. Right. My wife has, uh, she'll act like, oh, we're going to watch The Office. We need something with more substance and stuff like that. But then when I put it on, she fucking cracks up. She enjoys it. So she acts like she's. It was kind of funny the other day because. Off and on over the years, I've caught Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and every time I watch it, I laugh. Right. And it just happened to be on the other day, and rarely does all the kids sit in the living room with us. I mean, because they're all teenagers. They want to be in the room playing video games, talking to their friends. Right. And uh, they are all sat down there, and they all got hooked. Yeah, I've tried. And it was mistake. Mistakenly oh, done. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Um, your kids shouldn't be watching that. <laughs> but, I mean, it is funny. No, as they're shit. all very... I say the oldest two are very intellectual. Yeah, I think your oldest two could for sure. But the other two, they're still trying to. Am I still a Toys R Us kid, or do I need to start, you know, being a teenager? Right. Well, Always Sunny, I want to watch. My wife hates it. I've seen some highlight episodes because my friend Marshall was really into it, and he would be like, "Hey, let's watch." And he would like pick the best episodes, and we'd watch those. But I always like try to start it, but eventually. It's not a binge show to me. Like, right. I can only do a few at a time. Um, but I, I love the episode. I wish I remember which one it was where Charlie eats the cat food. Like, he does his nightly routine where he eats cat food, drinks a beer, leaves the half can of cat food out, and then for some reason all the cats howl during the night. Like, and he, he's so dumb, the character of Charlie, but I love him. Like, right. he's very – same reason I love Michael Scott. Michael Scott's so dumb. You're like, there's no way this is a real-life person, but – at least on The Office, they have moments where they try to show like a little heart or soft side, which honestly is probably my least favorite part of the show. I enjoy it when it's super uncomfortable. Maybe I'll give that a try since I'm sitting on my ass right now. Right. And the first season is a lot tougher to get through, um, but season two, three through six, I would say man, for sure. Man, it's got to be better than some of the movies I've tried to put on lately. Because, man, Netflix is just producing so much right now. There's yeah. like so many Netflix this, Netflix that. So I'll be clicking on things and it's like, People look at me, what are you watching? I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Right. I'm just saying. There's this movie called Spotless. I still am not sure exactly what it's about. Yeah. I've tried to watch it three times now, and obviously it's this guy that knows how to clean up a crime scene really well. Right. But how they're doing it, and it's just weird. Yeah. I generally don't like movies these days, but I'll watch any TV show. I'll give any of those a shot. Uh, I want to try out the show Extinction. Do what? Spotless is a series. Is it? Might check it out. Um, I don't know if it's good because I haven't really got to pay attention because people's always talking at my house. Yeah, I feel you. That sucks. <laughs> um, there's a show called Extinction that some of my friends have told me to check out, but I haven't yet. It looks like a sci-fi show of some sort, and I just I'm pretty critical on sci-fi stuff because I enjoy it. So if it's shitty, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Um, and then a show that I've been knocking out this week is an HBO show called Succession. Um, I don't. It's kind of hard to describe. It's kind of like a modern day Downton Abbey, or it's just like a story of super rich people, right? So it's like, imagine like a really rich guy. He has kids and shit, and his one of his sons thinks he's going to take over the company, right? They have like billions and billions. Like they don't think about money at all. Like they have that much money. And Macaulay Culkin's brother, 
one of them is like also in it and he's like my favorite fucking character because he's hilarious as shit uh, but it's like this weird show where it's just uh, who's going to take over the, the family business, right? But the dad doesn't want to let go of it, even though he had like a stroke or whatever. So it's like a comedy, but it's also serious. Hmm. Like it's a weird mixture. And when you just hear of it, you're like, this doesn't sound great. And the first few episodes are kind of slow and it's just kind of establishing shit. But like towards the last half of the season, I think we have one episode to go. It gets really good. We're like, oh, we got to figure out what happens. I hate the establishing process. Yeah, well, I will say about this show, the thing I like about it is most shows today don't even do that because they know no one's going to watch it. I love the new skip intro button, too. Oh, yeah, skip intro is cool. Uh, Hulu it, needs it. I know. When you go to other apps that don't have it, it even fucking pisses you off. Um, but Succession, if you have HBO, I think's worth watching if you have nothing else to watch at the moment. And something random that has to kind of do with TV is I brought something up to Koopy, and she didn't remember it, so I'm going to see if you do. Do you remember the commercials about Bitter Beer Face? Oh, yeah. With the old man and the the Bitter Beer Face. Like, don't drink their beer. It'll give you Bitter Beer Face. And he would, like, be around attractive girls and get the nasty face or whatever. Right. I just remember seeing if anyone else remember that out there. Those were hilarious. I remember my favorite commercials were, like, leading up to the Super Bowl. I would say late 90s. They had these dudes walking around. I think it was they were for McDonald's or something. And they were just walking around, and they'd done all these McDonald's commercials, like, weeks up to the Super Bowl. And then they did the coin toss during the Super Bowl, and the guy walks by and says, picks it up, oh, cool, quarter, and keeps on walking. But no one remembers this. Maybe I dreamt it. I mean, I'm sure you can Google it and come up on YouTube. I, I just kind of want to f- have that thought that that cool commercial is there, not look it up and be like, oh, you're fucking making shit up. I feel you. Some other random shit. Did you know that two rats in an environment that's ideal for them could turn into 482 million rats over a period of three years look at oklahoma's prisons i do understand (laughs) that (laughs) that's just crazy that they uh can have sex and have babies that quickly that is insane just exponentially grow that large that's kind of like an ant being so strong yeah you know if i could lift a hundred times or a thousand times my weight damn yeah Fucking, I, don't, I hate ants. I have them all in my backyard right now. I need to get some spray, gasoline. I'm sure, or something. <laughs> I do have gasoline, but I feel like that's probably not good for my yard or my dog. Oh, not your dog, but the yard would grow back. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I noticed a couple days ago. Anytime a bunch of you spots. spray, you probably want to keep the dog away for a couple of days. Yeah, if it's a weed killer, I don't normally mind because she just stays away naturally. Right. I don't know why, but she does. Um, also, other random animal fact that there are several species of fish that can cause hallucinations if you eat them. And one of them is the Sarpa Salpa, which reportedly causes LSD-like effects that last for days, and it used to be a recreational drug in the Roman Empire. Wow. I just want to know how people figure it out. I understand they eat a lot of fish, so someone would have eventually. I mean, I just heard you know, people nowadays will be looking up, where can I catch that? Right, like... Exactly. It has to be in only like one part of the world. Yeah, Mediterranean Sea or something. Uh, But yeah, they're these cool blue and yellow looking, uh, look like minnows, honestly. I wouldn't think anything of it. So I did watch Big Brother. Oh, yeah. That was. You never did catch up with the other guy, to my knowledge. No, we have not. Sorry, I kept waiting and I was like, oh, I guess they didn't go over it. No, we didn't. Uh, Why doesn't watch it? Uh, Chris was the last person that we had. I have not caught a Sunday episode yet, but uh, my intention is to. I wondered if you knew it came on Sundays too or not. Yes, you told me, but I had every intention, and 
Man, life's just hectic right now. Right. Uh, I'm just sitting around watching everybody else live. <laughs> but it's hectic for me because I really don't want to ask. Cause my wife is awesome, by the way. She waits on me hand and foot, but I got these two dogs, too, that I shouldn't have got, you know, since I was getting foot surgery. Yeah, that probably would have been smart. Yeah, it's kind of selfish. <laughs> Maybe. But, so she's had to take care of all of it. And I just don't want to ask her, you know. It's like, oh, shit, I'm just going to sit over here and suffer. Right. You know, because she's obviously suffering. Well, Sunday nights are normally pretty good because they're just like a big recap episode, right? Like until it goes to nominations. Um, some of my thoughts since the last time we talked about it, Brett's become my favorite player. I don't know if I mentioned that with Pow Wow. I may have because um, he actually was the last one on I talked about Big Brother with. Bailey, I hate. I hope Bailey's out soon. The way she talked to Fezzle and all the people when she was head of household, like she fucking, like, bitch, don't last a week. You ain't got to sit there and, oh, man, I just couldn't uh, Apparently, stand it. she thinks she has these powers on the next two I mean, she did win one, but, like, we'll see if she plays her out. I, don't, I just hate her attitude. Like, I was, I just didn't yeah, like her. she's trying to play that uh, curly-haired guy. Yeah. Tucker? Tyler. Tyler. Well, no, Tyler's playing the whole house. Like, well, he's I get really, that. He's but... really doing it pretty well, but eventually he's going to have to choose a side and figure it out. But... Yeah, this last week the person they voted out was like a big shocker. You know, I won't. I'll try not to ruin it, but it well, was a our, shocker to them. And then I've never seen someone freak out as bad after they got voted out. Oh, like, uh, she couldn't straight talk stormed or, out. I know it was so funny. Actually, it shocked me. I really thought that they was going to vote the other one out. Yeah, at first, until, I was glad they didn't until Tyler started sneaking around in. He's the one that saved his ass. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just a good show. We'll see how it go. Like I said, I've been predicting it can't keep it up because it's been so <laughs> now, good. So the early. little. Gay one cracks me up. Oh, JC. JC, yeah. he makes me laugh. Yeah, and then the well, whole and little add sound effects to him and shit. The whole little over uh, overall shorts last week. Yeah, yeah, it, it was hilarious. Yeah, dude, and Big then, Brother's great. And then a time before last, where they had having a thing, they had this thing that smacked your ass, smacked you right in your abdomen area, but it kept hit. He's so short, he wasn't fitting the profile, so it kept whacking him in the nuts every time, and you yep. just had to sit there and take it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Big Brother's great. Like I said, it comes on Sundays. Wednesdays and Thursdays. Now, normally. I'm watching it for the podcast. I do not consider it great. Wow. I'm not there yet. I do not like Thursday episodes. It's basically guns of guys trying to sweet talk girls laying on their beds. It's like, okay, that's boring. Well, you gotta, they got to set up shit what, so you what? can have an idea of who votes out who. Just leave it up to the competition. Just make that would not be boring. There, that would not be exciting. Why not? Because there's been times where the person that's good at competitions and wins all of them is a really boring person. Well, these are competitions. Like I consider myself an athletic person, can pretty much do any of those type of competitions. However, some of that was memorization, and I'm not right. so good at that shit. Yeah, they started so bringing the, that up. But there's been guys that have been good at memorization shit and athletic, and they win every time. Of course, this is like, what, 20 seasons in? Right. And so I don't know what kind of games they play, so these are all kind of new to me. Right. A lot of them are, like, I have a general idea every like, time. Like, I have no idea what I was trying to figure out, you know, and they're on on point trying to figure it out as they go, unless they're expecting Right. I don't know how they work because, I mean, I would have straight failed those memorization games. Oh, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't have done well either. And that one's a little – a lot of times they just have random pictures that pop up, but it's similar. This was like a GIF, so they kind of switched it up a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I would have I would have bombed a GIF, so I didn't know any of those. I mean, I, I laughed at them when I seen them, but – Right. Uh, yeah, remembering those things would be really hard. I guess if you're in that situation and know how the game's played, you'd automatically be looking for clues when something like that happens. But also, you got to remember, like, they live in a house where they can't watch any TV. They can't write. The only thing they can read is a, their religious text. That's all they're allowed to bring in the house to read. 
Um, so there's no entertainment at all. They can't if they sing because you'll hear it on the live feeds. If they sing a song that's copyrighted, they'll come over there and comes like stop singing. And so like they can't do anything so for what entertainment. Do, around. I don't own the rights to this music. Right? They I need, don't own the rights to this. That's music. why I always thought if you could come in there and freestyle, you would on you would really have some sort of advantage or if you were a good storyteller or just did anything that could keep people entertained see there's whole rights of songs i think if you like someone's song you should be able to sing it that's what music is all about yeah but record labels aren't the i mean like the artists typically don't own it record labels do and record labels don't give a fuck they want to make money so like if i like a song i should be able to fucking sing it right like i'm really excited and i plan on getting into this more when dom comes on because i'm gonna keep it real stereotypical about rap music with dom uh but I, I'm excited to be like, oh, I'm making this beat and I'm going to rap on it and I'm just going to own this and I could do whatever I wanted. And now if I made that and someone liked it and they wanted to reference it, I wouldn't care at all. But if like a studio paid me money, bought it, paid me for it, I could see them being like, fuck that. I own that shit. I, I would get that. just giving them free publicity. Unless that person does a better job of it. Rarely does that happen. Kanye West launched designer who is a rapper's career recently who was horrible, but it was all because Kanye sampled him really well. So, I mean, that was kind of in a reverse way, but there are some times where it's, it's not great, but I, I agree with I think you. If someone wants to, it's kind of like freedom of speech. If someone wants to bust out a song, fucking bust it out. Yeah. So how does karaoke not get in trouble? Well, they're not, uh, act, they're uh, not shown on, like, television. And if it's, like, American Idol, they got rights. They are paying money for the rights of those songs. So you take all these bar people on their phones, you know? Well, Facebook doesn't. Someone could go on Facebook, like, who owns the rights of that Backstreet Boys song and Demon, and say they have to take it down. These people don't. Because there's fucking so many of them. How would they all ever right. do it? But, like, uh, when I've done songs before, like, on Dat Piff, which is where you put up mixtapes, and I've done, like, the Six Foot, Seven Foot song, or just on our podcast. So episode 18 of Power Mo Podcast, I do my favorite rap songs I've done. And on that YouTube video, because I used to put all these on YouTube, it got dinged, and it's the only one with commercials. And those commercials go to Universal Records, because Universal Records owns Six Foot, Seven Foot, which is a Lil Wayne song. Even though that's me and not Lil Wayne, it, but it is that beat, and they own that beat. And I was like, okay, because my options were sure, or I had to take it down. So... Some people do catch it somehow and can care, but other times it's just hard to catch. But they would. If they could catch all these karaoke Facebook videos, they would fucking do it. I don't get it. That's just not even being free. That's kind of like me owning my house, but I can only do certain things to my yard and shit. Are you kidding? Just kind of like when you buy a video game right now, you actually don't own it. Even if you have it on a disc, you are licensing the software from the developers and they're allowing you to play it on that game console as long as they want you to. And it's all like in this small, weird print. Now, it doesn't really affect us. Same with movies. It's been like that with VHSs forever. You're not actually buying it because you can't turn around and charge people to come over and watch a movie. I mean, you could, but it's illegal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these fucking weird laws that you just don't so think you can't about. all chip in for a pay for you? Oh, yeah, that's basically how I grew up watching wrestling pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. We'd all pitch in $10, and and apparently uh, McGregor and Khabib, whatever, whatever. It is on uh, the fight card for October 6th, 6th yeah. I believe. Honestly, and I'm sure this isn't a hot take. I haven't heard anyone's thing. I don't think Conor McGregor is going to be ready. He hasn't fought in so long. I feel like he's going to be rusty as fuck. He hasn't fought in the UFC in even longer. But that doesn't mean he hasn't been training. 
Maybe. If you're in her training Dude, and you know how much money he made? I'm sorry. There's no way he's hungry right now as he was before he fought. I know. I heard, I heard kind of like the, they interviewed Dana White like a year ago, and he's like, I don't know if he'll ever fight again. <laughs> right. I wouldn't he's fuck like, that. He's like, he's got a young kid, and he's got a half a billion dollars or however right. much he has. I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't have. I would have been out. I mean, but rowing, like rowing every day on the mats, that's a lot of the jujitsu and right. judo. There's guys in there do it seven days a week, three, four, five times a day. Tell me they ain't in shape to go out there and fight someone. Right. Of course, and, your last UFC thing. But we, those we guys went to that was you a know, UFC. The last guys that we went to, who was the best fighters in shape? The guys from our gym. Right. I mean, they worked their ass off. Yeah, but that those guys it. don't have a hundred million dollars, so they have a reason to. I'm saying if I'm Conor, if I'm Conor McGregor and I have much money, I'm getting fat. I'm playing video games. If I'm Conor McGregor. I'm going to fight a, uh, quite a bit more and make myself a fucking legend. If you, yeah, I mean, if you care about that. I mean, some guys I like. Would. If I was already in that spot, I would. But obviously, see, you know. I think, I think if he really believes he's that good, then yes. But I, for whatever reason, think deep down, and this is what I think, so that's why I'm projecting it in his mind, that he's kind of gotten away with a being perceived better than he actually is. He got some real early knockouts, kind of like Ronda Rousey did in a way, right? When you knock someone out in five seconds people's imaginations go wild. But they're like, what if that person just would have withheld that one punch? You might have lost that fight, right? Because you see it all the time in the UFC. Like, mm-hmm. people come back and shit. So I just think he's gotten lucky through his career, and he's funny as fuck. I think he's just got that charisma. He's kind of like the rock of wrestling. Right. He has great charisma. I don't know if that means you're the greatest actual fight. Like, Chuck Liddell, we all remember him very well, but he would get his ass beat by a lot of guys that oh, we yeah. like think like, that he's I better really than. When I really got him. into UFC, it was Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, right. which they're fighting again. Oh, that's in, badass! Uh, not Bellator, but one of the under undercards. That's so that awesome they because do. they've been trying to forever. I remember so when they they're done fighting the again in one of the other ones. Everyone's kind of laughing, saying they're too old. But I him. like Chuck Liddell. They would oh, yeah, beat dude, he's the, cool. They would beat the fuck out of each other. See, I loved it. I love Entourage, and Chuck Liddell has a funny guest appearance in Entourage. So he already goes top of my list. Um, and I like his shorts. I don't want to see Reebok ruined UFC. Or I don't know if it wasn't Reebok's call. UFC ruined UFC. It was way cooler when they could wear their own style of shorts and had their sponsors. And they gave them personality like a NASCAR. Where now they're all like same Reebok gear. Are they? Yep. They've been like that for two years. You can't sign sponsorships. That's why all the That's fi- how the little guys on the undercards, like guys at my gym, that's how they still do it. Right, but you're, they're not for the UFC. Right. If well, they sign with the UFC, the UFC says no more sponsorship. So all those guys that used to make a lot of money, like Frank Mir used to make so much money on endorsements, they don't make that money anymore in fights. So like they, the UFC just screwed all the fighters and took the power away from them by taking away their sponsorship What, deals. they can only wear UFC shorts? Yeah, they had to wear Reebok shorts. And Reebok sports bra off their woman. Like, and like, even if you buy the UFC video game, you have to wear it. Like, it's such bullshit. You can wear black and gold ones if you're the champ. Uh, and it's black, white, and then your everyone's country has an O. I love their game. own logos on there, man. I know. Especially, of course, now I bet they would get out of hand with all the political bullshit. Oh, I'm sure they would. But that was cool. I mean, it was cool when people had, like, the baggy shorts and someone else had the fucking, like, Steve Austin fucking Speedo. And you're like, huh, this is crazy. But right. I mean, it was more fun that way, I think. Yeah, they got to be their own person. I thought that's what it was about. Right. So the UFC, I don't think, will be the number one MMA source forever. I think someone will. I think Dana White's smart, and that's why he keeps bringing people like Brock Lesnar. I really don't think he's that great in the UFC. I really don't. He's got that spear, and he's so freaking big and strong. To me, though, Brock Lesnar, and this happens in normal wrestling, or fake wrestling, whatever you want to call it, um, 
and also like in video games where like you need a boss character though. Like uh-huh. Brock Lesnar is the test because if you really aren't talented, you're not going to beat him. He's too big. So right. like you're going to have to be talented. So I understand why you want to keep I him around. I can see a judo guy easily beating Brock Lesnar. But Lester. with him to face Daniel Cormier, I think Daniel Cormier is going to beat the fuck out of him. I'm going to be close. This is my guess. I'm not a big Cormier fan. I'm not either, but also think I, just, I, I look so, at him and I don't see like, why is this guy good? I 100% but when agree. But he beat Stipe, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, well, that, maybe that's he what is saying. good because I really hated him as much as I hated BJ Penn. Maybe because they always win. See, and I just don't get it. I love BJ Penn, but I do hate Daniel Cormier. I did. And you're right. After the Steve Bay I was like, well, I think he will beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think that. I just don't see how Brock, Brock Lesnar's Lester on steroids and shit to even bring fucking. Oh my God, what's that as dude? As big as he is, Australian I just don't, dude. If I seen someone punching, I just New put Zealand. my big old fucking forcep out there. Right. <laughs> I don't get how anyone beats him. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it is crazy, man. Um, Random thing, and I want to know if I know we have people from Canada that have listened to this podcast. That is a thing. So if they could write in, we have got no emails on the new podcast, mainly because you are our main writer and now you're on the podcast, I guess. I like quit emailing because you don't read them since I'm on here, but I guess I could email them off weeks, but the way it goes, we don't know when those are. <laughs> right. Yeah. I wouldn't say you have to. I mean, just say if when you're going to be on, but if anyone wants to, um, again, we have the email and shit. Maybe Powell spells it wrong. I'll double no, check. No, he does not. Okay. A P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. All right. Yeah. That's about right. Okay. So in <laughs> Canada, so I want a Canadian if they listen to let me know if this is true. It is illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft, but it is completely legal to actually practice witchcraft. Well, read that again. It's illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft, but it's legal to actually practice witchcraft. So you can't learn witchcraft in the first place. Well, if you were really doing it, but you couldn't pretend, I think that means you have you to like fuck some shit up. You have to wholeheartedly believe it. I feel like that's how I interpret it. It can't be no bullshitting. You ain't playing no game, kids. It's you like, better be in the shit. You couldn't say, let's go practice and turn this rock into a frog. Yeah, that's pretending. You would actually have to do it on a human. Well, to me, it'd be like... wrong you. Two little five-year-old girls are like, let's play witches, and they start pretending. Illegal. But if those little girls were for real trying to summon the devil, totally legal. Awesome. I guess. Now, again, I don't know if that's true. I just read that, and I would like if anyone out there knows to so let us know. Come on, Canada. Hey, uh, <laughs> let us know how that uh, worldwide uh, marijuana is doing, too. I don't really understand that whole worldwide legal from one part of the world. Well, basically, they just want to – America put a lot of pressure on other countries to keep it illegal for years. And Canada is always in flirting with making it legal or decriminalizing it because they don't really care. And then America would try to threaten them, and they'd be like, hey, guess what? Almost all the northern states get their water from us, so you want us to build some dams? And then we're like, okay, do what you want. And that's, like, been the argument for, like, 40 years about the weed versus water shit. Okay. Um, But we just know if it's legal in Canada like it is more or less in Mexico. And it's not in Mexico, but they ain't going to fight. They can't enforce it, I don't think. Is anything illegal in Mexico? There's a lot of shit. And like, I'm oh, sure you can't if, pee outside. That is big no-no. But like in That's Mexico City, in. there's like a fucking like a 700 million people or some crazy number, right? Like, so I'm sure there are laws, but it's like there's that many people. There's no way you have the police force to enact, enforce all those laws, right? I wouldn't think. Um, and I always think about this too a lot is that we live in a place where there's not a lot of people around here in Oklahoma. But I do think a reason why people are going crazy is there's just so many people – and we're not meant for it. And it's like, no, everyone does need their own 10 acres. 
<laughs> right? Like I think that in, that's the key to happiness is like you have your neighbors fairly far apart. Y'all can come together when you can. But right now when you have just people everywhere, you dr- like is there anything more annoying? I know you can't at the moment because of your foot. But just driving down the road. And like you're at a stoplight, and there's fucking cars everywhere, and it's like the light's green, fucking go. Yeah, like in this just, town, there's cars everywhere, there's wheelchairs everywhere, bicycles. I've never seen a town where so many wheelchairs were on the road. Yeah, dude, so many times people are just on the road, and that's the most annoying thing is they're not a car and they're on the road. Everyone but, eats out in this town every day. I do know that because well, I was and in the every right, and every uh, almost every convenience store has a drive-through window. Oh, though, yeah, even loves, but they're even busy. Right, so it's um. It's cool, but I mean, I just think that's a problem. I think just seeing people all the time makes you piss. Okay, you know where the new Chick Fil A is? Oh yeah, we got a Chick Fil A, and everyone's pumped. Oh my gosh, the line was wrapped out around the building, all the way up past Taco Mall. I heard, yeah, I heard it was out on the street, like uh, through a stoplight. Right. I was like, God damn it! If it's me, and again, this is the difference between if you like, I have a lot of shame just naturally. I think my mom shamed me and guilt tripped me enough as a kid that like I feel shame a lot, and if that's me in the road. I couldn't do it. I would have to drive on. Not even for convenience sake. Just for like, I can't be the person where someone passes me and goes, look at this dumbass parked in the fucking street. I can't be that person. I've passed up so many times to go get drinks in this town. Because because, of the line so long? Yes. And I was like, no, I ain't doing this. I agree. I agree. Because you go in there and the line's that long, you know there's one freaking person trying to work both. And you can't be the person trying to cheat and go in because they're, they're working both window in. Right? Oh, dude, I cheat all the time. If it's like, hey, okay, because I know they're so slow and they'll prioritize the counter. So D- if I'm Dean really... kicks me out. She tells me I look like Buddha. You look like Buddha. You don't oh. come in my store. Dean loves me because I helped her with her video security cameras one day and Pow Wow worked there for like a few months. So they, they became friendly and she likes me. For Pow Wow worked there and there with K2. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> that lady is crazy. We used to make fun of her in college so much. I know it wasn't right, but. All right. And my last little thing, and then if you have anything, of course, um, is Americans work 137 more hours a year than Japanese workers, 260 more hours per year than British workers, and 499 more hours per year than French workers. So maybe that's why we're all pissed in America. It's because all motherfuckers get lots of vacations. I was just thinking if we could just go to like nothing but four-day work weeks, everybody would be happier. That's three days off with your family. They would, but someone has to work on those days we're off. So I don't know if those people would just get... Just shut the place down. Fuck them. No, when you're off work, you're wanting to go get food from somewhere. You ain't trying to cook all day. I'd rather cook. It's cheaper and it tastes Yeah, better. but you... A business couldn't stay open, honestly, if that. If everyone worked on the same days that all the stores were open, no way that works. Like, you know how much money Walmart makes on weekends when people are off work? If they were shut down on the days that everyone... Well, they're all going to automate it anyway. It's true. I'm make a bot stock that shelf. I'm all cool with it. I just think eventually, and this is where, like, the biggest political fight in the future, I feel like, is going to be... People are going to say it's a very communist thing, but whenever the robots do have all the jobs, you're going to have to have a universal income where if you don't have a job, the government's going to give you $3,000 a month or whatever that number is at that time, right? Because there's just not jobs because robots do it all. Right. And eventually we're going to have to have that conversation. But right now it's weird because you're like fucking work, right? And there would be more control that way. Right, and the government would control you, and it'd be like, I don't, I can't, I literally can't afford these video games because I can't go off and do this, this, or this because all the robots cut the grass and do this and any other side job. Like, 
eventually that will happen unless we... Yeah, you kind of figure the robots will start with, like, cutting grass. Right. All the manual labor stuff would be the first to go. And then a lot of people are like, but you'll need smart people to run them. But you'll need, like, one person for, like, every 100 robots. So it's like, it's not going to be a one-to-one factory workers all of a sudden become repairmen. Do you have to make sure you're the man that controls the robot. Yeah, you do. See, I'm thinking you get a mech suit, so if the robots revolt, you will look like a robot. I got you. Uh, I'd, I'd hope aliens happen before the robot thing happens. I hope the aliens visit and are like, come on, guys, let's figure this shit out before we make robots that kill us, because we will. Hey, uh, how old were you in 93? It's five years old. Uh, going yeah. to kindergarten. Well, on this day in 1993, yeah, no one ran. Or about to be. No one ran. Beat the shit out of Robin Ventura. It was one of the greatest baseball fights of all yeah, time. Yeah, when he rushes the mount. Oh, yeah, and he I've puts him it. in the old hillbilly headlock. Yep. And he just starts beating him. Yeah, it's been showing on SportsCenter all day. That's why I knew that. Yeah, I don't have ESPN. If I had, like, a dish login to sign in with that wasn't my mom's and they canceled their fucking sports package. They have no sports, so I can't watch any sports. It's That's the only reason bullshit. I had my cable on. I mean, right. big brother now. Um, but anything else, I'll wait till it comes out on disc, and that's the way we do it. Or Netflix, right. whichever. Um, and again, I'll have to show you how to log into some shit. Uh, maybe when I take you on or whatever, see if can. But told someone I was adopted that I work with, and this whole time they thought, like, both my mom and dad adopted me, <laughs> which is fine. But I was saying something about my mom, and they're like, oh, she had so many questions, and I had to stop them and be like, no, that – You've fucking misunderstood for months. That's my mom. Right. <laughs> like, and you couldn't not know it because we look just alike, and it sucks. But it's cool. Anything she has a health issue or doesn't, I'm almost the exact same. Like, when I go to the doctor, uh, our readings are almost identical, and my mom's super healthy, so I'm like, cool, cool. Nice. Where my dad, who isn't, you know, who adopted me, super unhealthy. Y'all got the horrible genes, sir. Um, I already know this. Like Rusty, our cousin, who I've always considered very skinny, especially compared to me. I've always was fat. Um, I remember in college, he was like, I have to quit eating red meat. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I can't eat bacon or burgers or anything because my cholesterol. And I was like, you're fucking skinny. Like, And I was so dumbfounded. Like, how are you unhealthy? But it's just some about the genes and the Mosiers. I know I have the name. I think I got bad cholesterol, too. I do have a thyroid disease I have to take medicine for. Really? And that's why I stayed almost 300 pounds forever. Oh. I finally dropped the help drop those 50 pounds. Makes yeah. sense. I yeah. My dad, uh, I think, has blood pressure stuff. Yeah, blood pressure. They got diabetes. Cancer runs in their side of the family. Yeah, apparently, though, cancer and Alzheimer's are separate paths. Like, if you get cancer, you're less likely to get Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, you're less likely through cancer. So at least you could have a general, not always, but it, it, generally speaking, it goes in that direction. I know my grandma has Parkinson's, and I'll probably have that because sh- I'm a little shaky at times. I hear you. So I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, it's basically like you go in there, it's like, check all of them at STDs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're asking about the Moser family history. Right. Well, the last time I went to the doctor for my Shantex pills, which I'm getting that too real quick, um, the doctor knows, I mean, my mom works there, so she knows my dad. And on fam- on like family issues, I didn't list any. And she was like, your dad has a lot of them. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's not like, I'm like, yes, he's my dad. But like, I don't have any of those. Like, right. Or whatever. And I had to explain all that to her. So that was funny. That's how I, when I first started thinking about it, because she was like, oh, yeah, good thing, because he has this, this, this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Shantex, so I'm on day 20. 
Um, I think I'm smoking about seven or eight less cigarettes a day than I was That's big three, three weeks ago. Uh, the first week, I didn't really change at all. I didn't want to. And then somewhere within this last week, I got to where I couldn't even like finish a whole cigarette. So like, I would start it and put it out and get back to it a little bit later. Um, the hardest part is in my job, I drive around a lot. And that's like the time I just want a cigarette when I'm driving around. Right. So that's definitely Maybe the hardest just part. Keep that one with you and like stick it in your mouth while you're in between. That's what I've been doing. Like, even if it's just between my fingers and not lit. It does something for Is some that what reason. you did on the way here, or did you actually smoke one? No, I smoked one. Okay. I've so seen you have it, but I don't really recall you smoking it. Right. So I've been trying to keep myself like a half cigarette at a time. That helps. Um, I do feel like, because like on Wednesday or Thursday, whatever day it was, it was, uh, I just really wasn't feeling them at all. And I probably could have just like, no more that day. But then the next day I was like, back to like, oh, I kind of want one. So next time I have this feeling of like, I think I could probably just quit right now. I need to do it, but it'll be fucking hard. Well, see, maybe there should be common knowledge, but I'm going to jump in on the coattails of that because, like, okay, I have my surgery, and nothing has been brought up the entire time about not having any nicotine. They asked me if I smoked, asked me if I drank, asked me if I dip, all that good stuff. Right. Well, yeah, I dip. No one ever brought anything up. They get done with my surgery, and like, you know you can't dip now. What do you <laughs> think the first thing I want out of getting out of surgery? Yeah. I fucking want to dip. Yeah. I'm like, well, the nicotine, I won't let that heal right. So I had to stone cold quit, and dipping's the hardest thing I've ever done because I picked up alcohol, dropped it. Right. I had some other drug issues. I'm not going to mention. I mean, I smoked cigarettes college. because I started dipping and needed and to quit And I picked dipping. up cigarettes. Hell, I can put cigarettes down, you know, because I'd rather breathe. Yep. And dipping, it was just hard. For me, the reason I quit is my grandpa half of his fucking mouth's black because he dipped for a few years. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's not good. And I could start seeing like the bottom of one of my teeth. Where like my gum was receding, and I was like, "Nope, nope, nope, that's bad. I gotta fucking quit because yeah, my I, teeth seem important to me." First time I ever dipped was uh, some happy days with your dad. Well, right I on. threw up everywhere. It was that <laughs> old stuff Papa Harvey had. Yeah, I Here's hate that. it. Try some happy days. Power loves it, but I hate fucking chew that raisin. It tastes like burning as <clears throat> raisins. You know what I'm talking about? You like it's, put it in your it's cheek. Stringy. You're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I just I want to eat it first off. And I'm like, this is weird. I just prefer a dip. Just put it I in guarantee the lip you, and... you won't swallow it. Nope. No, that's what I say. You won't want to eat it very much. No, no, no. Uh, first time I dipped was on a dare. Because someone dared I couldn't do it without throwing up. Well, I dipped off and on. And then when I done my student teaching, yeah, I'm a certified teacher, by the way. I'm not certified anymore. I let that pass. Right. But I am a teacher. I don't teach. It was an option at one time. It was an option. It still is an option, but probably not. I started dipping student teaching in 2004 is when I really started hardcore dipping. I was coaching the baseball team or helping coach because I really didn't know shit about baseball. You know, I knew a little bit. Right. But, yeah, that's what got me started on dipping. All them boys is dipping. You'd be out there on practice field and hot. Throw a dip in. Right. I I mean, honestly, when I used to dip, and I will every once in a while now, but it has to be pretty, like, I really got to be feeling it. But, like, when I mowed, I don't know why, but I'm, like, slow dipping while I'm mowing. I know, like, dehydrate you. It's not necessarily a good thing in the heat, but it does seem to fucking work out for some reason. All right. I did last thing earlier, but I did see this other thing that I wanted to bring up to you because I don't believe it. But it says almost all mammals take 21 seconds to empty their bladders to basically take a piss. And so they've looked at all these different animals, and normally the animal's mass, their bladder pressure, and the size of the urethra all work together to make most a- the average piss for 
mammals to be 21 seconds. I'm going to have to start timing that. I know. Because I have some that are like really quick, and I have others where I'm just like, fucking hurry up. Right. I think if it's one of the ones you go like as soon as you feel it, 21 seconds, sure. Right. But if it's one like, for instance, I'm making beats or whatever. Like I kind of got to go, but I don't really want to stop what I'm doing. Right, and like, and I'll, I'll sit here for another hour or whatever on a beat or something. Or like Which when I'm really unhealthy, but when I wake up in the morning, I pee for like minutes. Like, I just know I do. Oh, absolutely. Have <laughs> so you ever like, like had to hold it so bad when you finally start peeing, you're kind of wondering how fast that travels? Yeah, for sure. I also have this feeling, and uh, I don't know if it, I've never brought this up, so I don't know if anyone else has this, where if I had to pee really bad, like my last job, you know, I had certain break times, so like you just had to wait, right? And if I had to go really, really bad, as soon as I start to pee, the, my wrists get warm and start to tingle. Like the fucking right here, like hmm. where you would slit your wrist at, it gets warm and tingly, and I'm like, oh, it feels so fucking good. And so my wife's always like, when I really have to pee, and I'll be like, oh, my God. She's like, what? And I'm like, the tingle of your wrist. And she thinks I'm bullshitting. But it's like, I don't know what it is, but it happens. No, nah, man. It's just, it's hard to hold it these days now. Maybe I'm just getting older. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But my, I, so many times, I've probably just wanted to Probably need to get your prostate checked and all that. I have got my prostate checked right before my foot surgery. Everything's yeah. A-OK. That's good. I didn't enjoy the process. Right. I mean, it's always hopped up to be an uncomfortable ordeal. So I assume it's probably not the most fun. Well, no, because when you go in there, he wants to peek inside there. And I'm like, fucking get out of there. Right. Get in and get out. You know, but uh-huh. the next time you're asleep for the entire thing, it takes less than an hour. And then you're up and you fart it out and you're on your way. Well, right on. That's cool. I'm going to avoid that as long as possible. Yeah. As long as uh, you don't walk in and say, where do you want me to put my pants? And he says, over there by mine, you know you're in the wrong office. Right. I see. I see. All right, man. Well, that's about all I got today, unless you got anything else. I think we pretty much went over the few things I had. All right, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll see who's on next week and all that. I'm sure you all have shit to do one of these weekends. but I'm probably uh, sure I probably won't have much to do. Oh, yeah, I forget you're out of commission. But, all right, man. Appreciate all right, peace. it. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right. Now we are joined by Dom. What's up? All right, Don, first thing I got to bring up to you is we have a fantasy football league. We do. And you have not accepted your invite. I have not. I'm lazy. <laughs> My bad. You're the only one. Because uh, I think it was Snappy was like, well, no, we have an open spot. And I was like, no, that's just Dom. He just hasn't accepted it. Um, so if anyone out there wants to join, again, send us an email to what Powell just said because we need people because uh, no one sent us an email about it yet. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll happen eventually. Um, so... Also, random thing that's happened since the last time you were on. Have you seen the In My Feelings Challenge, and what are your opinions? Um, I have seen it. it. I just consider it a thing as another, what, one of these random challenges that happens like once a year, twice a year maybe. Um, I've seen people get ran over. Right. Now, I, I think I have no complaints. I know a lot of people make fun of people, but I'm like, it's funny as shit if someone fails. If someone pulls it off, you're like, cool, good for you. Uh I think I'm most annoyed 
with everyone, and I used to be like this, so I understand their perspective. Like, you know, when Call of Duty was like a real fucking big deal? Yeah. And then, at least for me, I fell off at one point. I was like, I'm just not into it anymore. And I would be like pissed that people still played it and liked it and want me to play. I, I remember this because I brought up Black Ops, I think it was three to you. I was like, man, you should play this. But you're like, nah, not for me anymore. It's right. stupid. I, yeah, I know. I was like, I hate it. And I, in reality, I'm like, I get it's good. I just don't care. And I see people like that with Fortnite now, or out, they just hate it because it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I feel like people you do the same on these challenges. They're not mad at anything other than something's popular that they don't like. And so they'll piggyback off it with be like, I'm still wondering what Jolene's doing. And it'll have a picture of Dolly Parton. Or it's like, you know, a picture of corn and reference some fucking corn song I've never heard of. And I'm like, that's nothing to do with anything. Like, or they'll be like, this fucking KK, she can get out of here. And I'm like, "Uh, y'all, I don't know. It's just annoying to me that people get so annoyed with it. Yeah. I I also have zero problems with it. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't (laughs) think grown men should be doing it. I have a friend who, who uh, posted a video and he he's like a real skinny dude in high school right and then now he's really jacked i'm sure he takes steroids i'm not trying to hate it just like that would have been the quickest way to get how big if he doesn't good for him for getting that big without him (laughs) um but he did it right because he wanted to show off his muscles and he wanted and it happened all these women on this thing to be like i'll be kiki anytime oh my god um (laughs) And then, like, the next day, he posted a thing of, like, hating on people doing the challenge and goes, ha-ha, I guess this is me. And I'm like, I don't just own it, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's there for attractive people to do it to get attention. It's what it exists for. And uh, ugly people or people who don't enjoy the song are getting pissy about it. I just don't I don't well, care. Well, it's probably because they tried it and they failed and they didn't want to post that out. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Like, I'm just not ghost around the whip, which is a thing. We've been ghost around the whip since fucking high school, sir. Whenever the whole, when the Bay blew up. Yeah. And, like, E-40 and Mac Dre became a thing, like, us Tell in Oklahoma yeah. knew about. Uh, we all went into parking lots and jumped out and was like, Ghost Ride the Whip, Ghost Ride the Whip. And Ooh. we would think we were like so cool. And so that that's annoying, I guess, but it happens where things come back with a new name and kids don't know it. I mean, I'm sure Ghost that's Riding crazy. the Whip. We've was lived something. long enough to see Ghost Riding the Whip be called something different now. Yeah, and no one remembers it. Dude, I say And it hasn't even been that long, like what? 10 years? Right. The thing I'm really waiting for is I say Fizz Face a lot which is bay culture which is as mac dre puts it when you that face where it looks like you smell cat piss where you're like mm, when you hear like a you know a good hyphy beat and you yeah. make that face and so me and powwow all the time because powwow especially does the fizz face he does and i'll always be like <laughs> uh this face and no one knows what we're talking about eventually someone is going to make another name for it and it'll be like a part like drake will make a a fizz yep, face right that's, that's who we got to get on it drake and then they'll be like oh they call it whatever the song will be called like scary and then it'll be like the scary face yep that's what it is and and that's what it'll be called so that's just how uh hip-hop works man or just pop culture i guess uh, yeah which pop is all, culture. all the same thing these days um Another random pop culture thing that I don't think you've ever watched Fargo, but I talk about it to people all the time because season one and two are great. I haven't watched season three. I tried the first episode and just wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back and watch it because they have Chris Rock signed on a star in Fargo season four. Oh, see, that would be good enough for me to want to watch. <laughs> right. Well, and because I've seen them and I know like they're really like dramatic action-y sort of series, but also really, really funny. 
Like the writing's just really good and makes it funny. So I just can't even imagine how good Chris Rock's going to fit with this because he's already funny, right? They've made yeah. people that aren't that funny fucking hilarious. And so you're like, oh, shit, what are they going to do with Chris Rock? How's that? This is going to be awesome. So I'm really excited about that. I know Chris, our friend, he he watches so Fargo, so I'm sure uh, he's heard about it, but you'll have to check it out when it comes out. Yeah, definitely. And then other random news before our top five, we have Paul George got a haircut or shave. He, uh, yeah, a shave. And now he kind of looks Mexican, which is fine. I'm not mad about I that. I mean, he's here in Oklahoma, so. Right. <laughs> he's trying to get a new look. Honestly, as someone, I mean, we both, I mean, you've had like little beards before. Yeah. It's fucking hot in Oklahoma with them. Like I have it, but it's, keeping a short beard is easier for me than clean shaving because like my face will fucking break out and be all red and shit. Uh, but I totally get it, living in Oklahoma, not wanting a beard. Yeah, I literally just shaved last week because I was tired of it. I was like, it's scratchy, it's hot, it's it's just miserable. Right. But I thought he looked, he does look like a different person, though. Like, it changed his jawline. Well, hopefully this will turn into playoff uh, P coming back, you know Dude, what I'm saying? every highlight <laughs> video that came out of Russell Westbrook and Paul George at the Team USA, I enjoyed yeah. And I was like, feeling good, feeling good. So I have high hopes at the moment. Eventually, when you come on closer to NBA start time, we're going to have to do a projection of playoffs. Oh, I would love it. MVP, rookie of the year, you know, all the rewards. So we'll yeah. do we'll do one of those. I've already been thinking about it. Like when I'll hear a podcast uh, as an example, I'll be like, yeah, Pacers. People are underrating Pacers. I think Pacers are going to be better. But I don't remember how – I don't know how much that I'm going to remember come when me and you do it of yeah. like I wanted to make sure to put these people. And uh, people have like the Lakers on the outside right now. I saw that. some Somebody did that. I was like, I don't know. We'll get to it on our whenever right. we do the projections. And I may but. be there because I haven't really looked at it. I, every there's like twelve teams in the West that are like trying to make the playoffs, yeah, like so legit we'll <laughs> legit teams. So it is crazy. And then speaking of NBA, uh, this morning uh, there was, or I guess it was yesterday actually, from recording this. There's a Trump Lebron feud. Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I guess I can believe it because <laughs> Trump just. He just never stops. Even on LeBron, opening opening an I Promise Academy for kids. Just right. He couldn't did, help He did himself. a real-life Scott's Tots, which is all I can think of when I see the LeBron news because for those unfamiliar with The Office, there's an episode where Michael Scott, it turns out, in fact, I hate to ruin it if people haven't been there, but I have to. And he basically promised a whole kindergarten of students way back in the day he was going to pay all their college tuition if they graduated. And then like 17 of these kids graduate, and obviously Michael Scott now is not rich and famous like he thought he would be. And so he shows up to a school to basically tell all these kids they're not going to. The whole class um, is African-American kids. Oh, and no. And they do like a stomp <laughs> performance for him where they're like, thank you, Mr. Scott. Thank you, Mr. Scott. And like – the cringe on that episode, it is, to me, the most cringeworthy episode because you know what he has to do once they finish. And then when I saw – and they're wearing light blue shirts that say Scott's Tots. And so when LeBron did his opening and they're all wearing light blue shirts that say I promise, I'm like, oh, my God, he stole it from Michael Scott. He stole this whole thing. Uh, but, yeah, long story short, LeBron's like a great humanitarian. Yep. And a lot of people are going to point to, like, well, Donald Trump's donated more money. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, Donald Trump's 70 fucking years old. Yeah. How much money did he donate by the time he was 33 or whatever LeBron is, right? Like, yeah, I LeBron's think that would be a little better comparison if we we're going to, like, care about numbers that way, right? Like, it's a big competition. Uh, 
But I think I can say at least in Trump's defense, LeBron kind of called him out right in a way. Like he, I mean, LeBron's been calling him out since day one. So, but I think when you're the president, you totally have that. You can like that. You open yourself to that. Mm -hmm. Now, I also think LeBron being a public figure opens himself to Trump. I think that's. I think all that's fair. But I think again, we all can be have the reaction we want of like for real. You're going to get pissed at a dude fucking doing all this good shit for everybody. Yeah, that's literally, that was my first thing when I saw it. I was like, man, he's really down in, like, he down the whole interview with, uh, what, Don Lemons. Lemons. Yeah. yeah. Um, down that whole interview is like, what, you can even make LeBron look smart, intelligent. Right. Uh, how I said it. And then he, then he had the nerve to weigh in on the LeBron Michael Jordan debate, which isn't a debate to me, but it's still a right. thing. He was like, I like Mike. Yeah, I like Mike. I was like, really? And then I know Michael Jordan came out and said something. Uh, I don't remember the exact. He, he just basically but, congratulated LeBron and said he was with him. Right. So, and of course, because NBA is like a big fraternity. Yep. I mean, big brotherhood. It's just, to me, I think it's crazy in the same way I think it's crazy Trump cares about the national anthem issue in football. Of You know what? We got a lot bigger problems. And if he's saying this shit on Twitter, it's because he's distracting from something else. And that's all there really is to it. It's rather that. He's rather smart and made that choice. Or he's an idiot, saw that interview get talked about on Fox News at whatever (laughs) time he tweeted that. And then immediately rushed to Twitter to be like, nuh-uh. And then, you know, put his fucking Twitter fingers out there. Like, that... It's one of those two things, and neither one looks good. Isn't it both? <laughs> and it could be both. And maybe he's dumb and smart all at the same time. Um, all right, and my last thing I want to bring up with you is I know I tried to bring him to you a moment ago, and you weren't super familiar. There's this thing called the basketball tournament, and it's like this big three-on-three tournament that I think this is like their fourth or fifth year they've done it, and the winning team wins like a million dollars they split or whatever the prize. Well, see, I know overseas they do do or they do the three on three tournaments, right? Um, and they're because like it's the pretty popular. I mean, it's a in Olympic Asia sport. it's super popular. Yeah. Um, because I guess their play style works better three on three. Um, but like Jimmer for debt, and then that dude who got uh suspended during the NCAA tournament when Jimmer for debt should have won the tournament. But remember the BYU suspended the like black oh, on the because team he had because yeah. he like had sex yep. with some girl and they're like that's that. against our rules and it was like that's the moment I was like oh I liked BYU I used to choose them all the time on NCAA and after that I was like you have you can't have sex rules that's dumb these are college students right what, what? so anyway Jim and Fredette and that guy who got suspended and mm-hmm. someone else were a team and like Greg Oden and a couple of old Ohio State guys made a team so it's turned into this sort of like alumni game for guys who didn't really make it in the NBA slash dudes on the come up, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to say this year there were like 200 and something teams that entered. Uh, and it seems really entertaining. Like next year I'm going to try to figure out when it's on TV and actually watch it. I just watched highlights this year. Uh, but through that, they had this thing called the Elam Rule, which was uh, proposed by like an old Ball State coach. Maybe he's a New York coach. I don't know. And the idea of it is the end of basketball games suck. Yeah, they right? do. They're, ter- they're terrible. They're just – I mean, they're fun from, like, a strategic standpoint, but they're terrible from, like, a viewing standpoint. It's just because they give four timeouts a, a quarter, it seems like, or it, it's a half. It's, like, six a half, but the, they the hold coaches on. hold on to them. They the hold on, and, and then the way the fouls work, right? Yeah. So this rule states that once the clock hits uh, whatever time you would say, I'd say the example would be, like, three minutes. When there's three minutes left right, in the game, you stop the game, Let's say the score is 95-93, all right? Now, you add seven points to 95, 
go to 102, and now the game becomes first to 92 wins. Now, the thing that people hate about it is there's no more overtime, all that, but once you get that, it takes out all reason to intentionally foul. There is no reason to do this unless it's because you think you'll give them two points instead of a three-point attempt. Something like that, would, I guess, would be really rare. But every game would end on a made shot, and they'd been doing it in the this, the big the basketball tournament, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, and it works really well. And people seem to like it. Every the end of every game seems more exciting, but it could ruin some of like the greatest moments we think about of basketball history, where you know the last second shot because you aren't battling the clock anymore. Yeah, I, I don't. The know. clock's turned off. I I need some time to digest this. I know you were trying to pitch it to me earlier, and I was like, what? Right, and, and when when I first heard it um, on like one of Bill Simmons' podcasts, you know, he brought it up and was just saying like this is the thing that exists that people are floating out there. I was like, I don't like it. And then after like a week, and I heard it explained again, and I started just thinking about it. I I can't. It's hard for me to think of too many negatives at the moment. But uh, oh man, that's a lot, lot to take in. I don't know if I could just change the way the end of games work, or even though the end of games currently do, they suck right now. But it's still well, and get the all right. So let's say this scenario because I like thinking fun scenarios. Let's say right now the Warriors and the Thunder play. The Warriors are up by thirty points with three minutes left. In that scenario, no way the Thunder win ever. Period. Yeah. No way you can beat the clock on that. However, if it ends and they add seven and now you're 37 points behind and now the new game is you have to score 37 points before they score seven points, that's something that is at least plausible. Probably wouldn't happen, but like a team could go on some crazy defensive run and you could see like the craziest comeback of all time that you would not be able to see right now. So I just think, and maybe those two teams are too big of extremes, maybe you know, but either way, you could maybe the Warriors are down 30 to a team, and now to the Warriors, the greatest team ever assembled, the game is we have to score 37 before they can score 7. And I think you would always think that's possible. Or, or it just turns into, oh, we're down now 37, but we can end our night super quickly here, let them get buckets real quick. We're going to set our players, and we're just going to take this L. It could, but that's like, that's, that's, that's more what enjoyable. I see like the Nets doing, <laughs> right? But that's more enjoyable than like seeing shitty guys out there fouling everybody. But I mean, it gives those uh, shitty guys a chance to actually show something, yeah, right. I mean, because again, you're not. I just enjoy this whole you're not limited by the clock because that is the most frustrating part about the end of a basketball game. And the fouls, the fouls and the clock. The, the foul, well, the fouls and the timeout to me, right? That, well, those, those are kind of the, the same because they yeah, stop the game. Those are the things. Um, that frustrates me. The clock doesn't bother me at all. I mean, not having enough time to make the comeback sucks, but you were down f- for a reason. Right. Like you had most of regulation to. But I think you got to look at it from what gets you more viewers as opposed to what it's always been. Like, I, don't I think know. that's baseball's I mean, the, problem. I mean, the NBA's viewership has been going up every single year. Well, that's because they get more due, world people. Yeah, and it's not because they get like. Uh, people that don't care or find it because some people don't like basketball and i'm like i don't get it how do you like these other sports because i love it yeah um but like baseball i find boring but if they would have done something a long time ago to speed up the process or whatever they may not be in such a dip as far as viewership's concerned right but maybe not i don't know yeah. i mean people are i mean baseball is trying to fix what they're doing now and also i think another thing that plays into it is uh the nba gaining the viewership is that nfl um not everybody is as keen to the NFL as they used to be. Right, but still, and I agree with that, 
and like for instance, I listen to Ringer all the time and all that, and they're always, you know, love the NBA and the NFL's week. Number for numbers, though, the NFL destroys basketball. Yeah, I mean, you got 16, 17 weeks of regular season. Right, but also that's why they don't get paid shit. They're 16 fucking games. Yeah, no guarantee contracts. No guarantee contract. I mean, these dudes are playing 82 games a year putting on a show. So, like, NFL needs to play more if they think they can. Maybe they get JV squads. I don't know, just to put out more shit. I got to understand how they could play more because everyone's like, play less. Yeah. Head injuries. They and literally they, like. But they want more money. And it's like, well, to get more money, you got to play more. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's double-edged sword. Yeah. All right. So that's really all I had on the current events, Dom. And uh, move on to our top five list, which I haven't really brought up yet. It's going to be top five favorite movie trilogies. Which is like the hardest top five to come up with for me. <laughs> right. I, I just have like a few random ideas and I sent them to you and you're like, I guess that one's interesting. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I didn't really start on until yesterday after I recorded with Snappy. And it was like, oh, fuck, this is really hard. And then this morning, my wife started throwing them out there. I was like, okay, okay, I, I could probably come up with some. Oh, man. See, I ever since you sent me the list, and that's what we were deciding to do, I've been thinking about it constantly. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I can only come up with, like, two, like, constantly looking. And then I had nobody to bounce ideas off of, so right. it didn't just come to me. So I yeah. had to really research. I had to look in my um, – because I have, like, a little drawer – type of thing with all my dvds in there right because i used to have a bunch of dvds that's just what yeah. you did when you grew up um so i looked in there i was like oh of course that's got to be it so right and that's a good way to oh man i just thought of one i can't believe i don't have Uh-oh. Like, let me think if there's something i can take out Uh-oh. um <laughs> i could i'll just do an honorable mentions for it um because it, it might be on your list it's one of it's well, definitely we'll one see. of those so all right don let's go ahead and get started what is your number five all right, I'll preface this by saying I love Clint Eastwood a lot, and I my number five is the Good Bad Ugly trilogy. So fistful dollars, a few dollars more. And Until this morning, when I looked up best trilogies, didn't even realize that was a trilogy. Oh man, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, my parents like western, or like my dad likes westerns, and my grandpa, but they're more like John Wayne. Yeah, I, era. I wasn't the John Wayne kind. I was the more the Clint Eastwood. Right. Kind of like I mean, that's what my dad showed me. That's what I grew up with. Also, my grandpa liked it, so it's. And is it like a? Is it he the same character through all three? He movies? is. He is. Okay. He's the. Uh, he's actually the man with no name. <laughs> gotcha. Well, because when I was looking up trilogies, they mentioned Kevin Smith's first three movies as like the Smodverse trilogy, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, they all got Jay and Silent Bob, but I don't. Oh, to me, that's okay. not a sequel. Because yeah. to me, Clerks Two is a sequel to Clerks, not fucking Mallrats. Yeah. So. I was just curious. I didn't know how that worked on Clint Eastwood's. Um, that's a good one because it's a lot different than other ones I have for sure. And probably will be older than any of the other ones. Yeah, so. this one definitely is the oldest. But like I said, it was just so good. I I at least watch them like once a year, once eight, once every 18 months. I just like them. <laughs> right. I've seen one of them here or there, you know, but I never watched them in order because I just didn't even know, like I said, that they were a trilogy. Yeah. I've never known. All right, my number five, I only put it on here because it was like a big deal when I was younger, and at one point in time, it was like so fucking cool to me. Now, now, I don't necessarily think it's as cool, but it just deserved a spot, which is The Matrix. Man, see, I was going to have that. Uh, it's in my honorable mentions, but I didn't put it because of the last one. Right. But the first two I thought were dope. The first one's amazing, and if I would have thought about it, I would have looked up the story before we came on here so I know exactly. The way I think it went are, though, is it Wozniak Brothers, whatever their names yeah. are, that they 
they had the idea for the first one. Some people think they may have stole it from someone. I mean, it's fucking the it's Jesus and fucking co- a computer. Yeah, I, re- I remember this. Um, but anyway, they had that idea, and then they didn't really have a second and third. But it done so well that the studio was like throwing money at them to make it, and so they kind of just came up with some bullshit. So the second and third aren't that good. Yeah. The second one's cool because the action's so much better yeah, than the, the first. The action scenes in the second one are. Fantastic. And then the third one was supposed to wrap it up. Doesn't make any fucking sense. There's all these the plot holes. Um, but the first one's amazing. I love the first. Yeah. The first one's good enough that it makes me forgive it. And I mean, I saw the second, third one the day they came out, like in a packed fucking theater in Wichita mm-hmm. Falls. Like me and my friend Jonathan thought we were just so fucking smart and intellectual for being into the Matrix for whatever <laughs> reason. And then when I got to college, I had professors that were young. They would always reference the Matrix, and none of my peers understood their references. What? Is this serious? Yeah. And they would, because I remember one goes, do any of y'all watch the Matrix or Jon Stewart anymore? And I go, I watch both of those. And then she locked me after that, because no one else in the class watched I those. I can't even believe that. That's That shouldn't be an actual thing. It was fucking math class. So, so, like you a, had a, so you had a whole room full of people that basically of math took nerds. The, a, a, the red pill, though. That's right. how they took More or they less. Didn't, they didn't take the blue pill. See, I think it would have been different if it was like a gen ed fucking biology class, maybe. But like this gives like a 3,000 level math class. But shouldn't, and I'm like, they, shouldn't do- they know the Matrix? Like, that's math nerds. I know. Literally, a Matrix is something we do in modern algebra. Uh, like, it's a thing. So <laughs> Hurts my head. Right. The Matrix, I just want to put on there. And fucking people keep texting me. Uh, I just want to put the Matrix on because I really enjoyed it at the time. Now, again, I haven't really went back and watched it. Mm-hmm. Not my thing these days. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure the special effects don't hold up like they once did. But the first one. Oh, it was great. I great. mean, who wasn't doing the Right, uh, every the movie Matrix. spoofed it. Every yeah. movie spoofed it for sure. Um, all right, what is your number four? Um, number four, this is probably going to get some hate from people, but it's the Star Wars original trilogy. Okay. So I, didn't I guess it. technically four, five, and six. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a good trilogy to have. I didn't put it because I just don't like Star Wars as much as most, um, so I would feel like a poser. Well, see, this it would be like number one in like almost everybody else's book, and it's I mean it's great, I love it, but I have more things that I like. <laughs> well, to me, and I again just because like again it's universally loved, so there are things I have complaints about. It's so obvious George Lucas did not have a plan, and I think that goes a long way for me. Kind of like the Matrix, it was only five because they didn't really have a plan. Yeah, George Lucas had full intentions for fucking Leia and Luke to hook up. No way, he didn't. He wouldn't have them kissing shit in the first movie. But then he had to realize, oh, I need to change it up. So I don't like that. I don't like that he went back and he changed scenes like to where Han didn't shoot first and shit like that. Like, uh, there's different things about the movie. That isn't great, I don't think. I don't know. I think it's just put on a really high pedestal because it was like the first one to use blue screen or green screen, whatever it was. Yeah, I never I never think about that. I always think of the story and I mean Luke coming up from nothing and being the being the man at the end. Right. I mean, I enjoy it. I just think people uh they act like it's fucking the best movie ever made. I'm like, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. I mean, like I said, Star Wars as a whole I do like a lot, but I like the world. Yeah, I, I like think. the world. I just have never really loved any movie. I like the video games normally. And I mean, Clone Wars stuff. is probably my favorite thing to watch. I I've, love watching I've Clone thought Wars. about watching it on Netflix so many oh, times. Oh, man, you should. It's great. Yoda's in it, Ryan. If Yoda's yeah. in it, I might, might watch it. <laughs> um, all right, my number four is going to be Toy Story. Okay. You have that on your list? I do have it on my list. It's actually the next one. I have it number three on my list. All right, perfect. So... 
A lot of people think it should be higher, and it's really well made. I think the first one's amazing. First one is first one is amazing. The second one, I'd put like a great, and the third one's pretty good. I know a lot of people have the third one like really still good. I think it loses something because the bad guy is a toy and not a human. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like that because I mean, it was something that the toys could actually get behind. Like the toys are on the same level, basically. Right. So that, uh, to I me, really it was scary it. though in the first one. And I, again, I think the first one's way the best because that's when Buzz is still an idiot and he thinks he's a real off fucking. Oh my god, it was so players. good. Um, <laughs> the whole pizza scene with the little aliens is amazing. And again, I was a kid when it came out, so I fucking I just loved it. Nostalgia, yeah. right? And then the second one, oh, and Sid, Sid was like the scariest fucking bad guy. The second one was cool, but I didn't love it at the time. But in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, it was really good. But I remember at the time being like, it's not the same. Yeah, well, I mean, we think that of everything, I right? Mean, let's see what the Lion King, the second Lion King that came out, trash. We're like, yeah, we're like, Ugh, trash. That's bad. But when we first saw Toy Story two, we're like. This can't be as good as the as the first one, but you go back and watch it. It's almost every bit as good. It's pretty. Right. It's pretty good. And the third one is good. It's just a little different. Yeah, I think just the the way they do the story. It's more like you said on the toys level, which I guess they all are. But they just had more like cut to adult mm-hmm. world. It seems like in the first two. Um, and I mean, it was kind of meant to like show us growing up with the movie as well. Right. So that is very true. So. Toy Story was my number four and your number three. My number three, yep. My number three, I'm going with Mighty Ducks. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks, I didn't even think about that. That's good. I love D2 Mighty Ducks. That one's my favorite. I understand one's a better movie. Like, as an adult, going back and watching them, yes, one's better. But two was way more fun. Three, a little jump the shark, but at the time, I liked it. I mean, D2 was my favorite one, so... <laughs> right. D2 was easily my favorite, but... It was like, what else could they do with it? And then three happened. You're like, that works. Now, it didn't make sense that the kids that just won fucking <laughs> Junior Olympics couldn't start for your fucking high school yeah. hockey team. Yeah. They would have destroyed those motherfuckers yeah. in their life, right? Again, I'm not familiar with hockey. So maybe. I mean, you're familiar enough. You've learned the rules. You've done enough. I do know the rules. But, like, maybe, because I guess in basketball, if, uh, no, but then even again, if this was no. basketball, I was about to say, you we bring had... you under 14 year old kids. To play a high school, just a normal high school, or even a good high school team, I think they would still start. Oh, yeah. As I mean, freshmen. what, Zion, the guy who's Zion at Duke Williamson? Now, yeah. He was a stud at like 12 years old like, and was you're trying dominating to tell me high school. LeBron wasn't starting as a freshman. Yeah. Right. So Michael Jordan's famously didn't because it's like rare. Yeah. I mean, that's his, that's his story, his come up, but right. that's it. Nowadays, like these kids are prodigies. Right. So that's my only hate on it. I do remember them doing the liquid nitrogen to freeze all the uniforms in three. I and that was a that. big that thing that stuck cool. with me. <laughs> um, but anyway, I really enjoyed the Mighty Ducks for the fact that we couldn't play hockey in the state we're in. I think Jinx, Oklahoma is the only place in the state that has like a real legit hockey thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. I only know because I, I knew a youth pastor in high school that played hockey. He was the captain of his hockey team in high school. I was like, where the fuck? And he goes, Jinx. And he explained it all right. And I was like, oh, shit. Huh. And I feel like they have to play someone. So there has to be one other school in the state. I mean, but, they could be just a traveling team traveling to, I don't know, Nebraska. Would Nebraska have a team? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they have to go all the way to South Dakota. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just always thought it was crazy that because I just don't ever see. I've never ice skated in my life. So uh, maybe someday. But Monty Ducks made me buy roller skates, hockey sticks, 
the rubber pucks so I could be like Keenan Thompson. Yeah, I mean, that's all we did when, like, because I was in the summer school program as a kid, and we had field hockey, or I don't know. It wasn't yeah. field hockey, but, you know, we it's like had lacrosse-ish. Pucks. Yeah. Lacrosse mixed well, with hockey. Well, it was, it was pucks with a hockey stick, and we actually did it on our basketball court. Um, so it was kind of cool to try to play like that, but Correct. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how this would work on skates because <laughs> we were just running. <laughs> right. Yeah, skates was fun, but you couldn't stop. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't. We weren't good enough skating. This wasn't a no, I think there's not enough sidewalks, at least where I was at, to really skate well. You're going to be on bumpy-ass asphalt roads and rocks Same. everywhere. So, all right. What is your number two? You are going to hate this, but it is the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to be on your list, and I do understand it's good. I just personally don't love it. Yep. it. I loved it. Um, Batman Begins... I didn't know what I was getting into when I first watched it. I was like, all right, this is okay. And then The Dark Knight came out, blew my mind. And Dark Knight Rises came out, and I thought that was great. Like, they all got progressively, well, Dark Knight is the pinnacle of it all, but they all were really solid. For Yeah, for me, I, when Batman Begins came out, I don't think I had internet at that time. Because when I first got to college, I just didn't have internet. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I didn't understand other people liked it. Like, I remember renting it watching it and being like that was the most boring fucking superhero movie <laughs> and that was just my first impression because it's a really slow movie right? it is a slow one it's to set up the other two though and so i was like huh and i just never thought about it again right? i watched that one time never thought about it and then i had internet and my life was you know a little more fun or whatever when the dark knight came out and everyone was fucking hyped and i really like heath ledger and so i was like all right we'll go watch it and i watched it and heath ledger was amazing but i remember three weeks before that iron man came out that caught me off guard, and I was like, I loved it. And so I had this bias going in of, like, oh, can't be better than Iron you Man. You were doing the Marvel versus DC at the very beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be honest as a kid because I think DC's heroes are all very boring. Uh, but I watched Dark Knight. And I was like, oh, Heath Ledger's great. Christian Bell's I don't like as Batman. And then the third one came out, and I was like, I just don't get how some of the shit happens or whatever. Like, it seems like Batman created more problems that he didn't have. I mean, to fix. that's he kind of Batman. He trumped it. He was like creating problems <laughs> so he could fix. Uh, and I get it. That's like his uh, struggle, right? Yeah, the that's irony, his mo. The irony of the Batman. But Bane, I didn't. I enjoyed Bane from the cartoons, like Bane from like uh, when it's Poison Ivy's assistant. Bane. Oh man, you're talking about yeah. More than I like the intellectual guy with the mask. That but I mean, that's what Bane was. Like, he was an intellectual guy. He shouldn't be a goon. Oh, he wasn't see, a goon. I just go to the Batman animated series in my head because that's my reference to Batman. Yeah, I don't. I've never read comics, so maybe if I got it, like if there was a good graphic novel Batman, I could just read. Yeah, I might like it. And I really think that would be the key for a lot of these things. Like if you could just read X Men instead of like a comic, but like. I already know what they look like in their powers. Yeah, so I you have don't that need background. You, just, you just actually want the book. I would just I like you. a good story. I think I could get down on that stuff, but I don't think that would be a huge seller, probably. <laughs> Chances are. Yeah. Um, all right. My number two, I'm going with the American Pie trilogy. Oh, my God. I literally had this discussion with somebody at work this week. This week, uh, we were discussing the American Pie trilogy because I was like, I was debating the list. I was like, what would be on there? I was like, no, no way it would be on mine. I mean, it's funny. Right. The first one is funny. I really like the first one. And even the second one is kind of, but well, I do think, I think this is a cultural thing as yeah. in uh, a racial thing. 
I do think there's something about being a white kid when that movie came out when I was in junior high and then having my friend's older sister claim me, her brother, and our other friend were all three her younger brothers to get us in to see that movie in theaters. It done something that stuck with me. The way Fast and Furious did for some reason. I put those really close to my mind. It was like the first time you heard of like eating a girl out or like it was almost <laughs> like a sexual education movie because I was like 12 when it when I watched it in theaters yeah. or something. So there was just something about all that was so funny. Fucks a pie. And then they watched the hot foreign chick on a webcam. It's totally like would be rapish these days, like mm-hmm. by today's standards. But like at that time, it was like totally. It cool. was OK. Um, <laughs> he was like, hey, we're all going to stare at her naked. Uh, there was just some about American Pie, and then the second one came out, and I remember being older, of course, right when the second one came out, and we went and saw that in theaters, and been like, that one was for us for whatever reason, right? Because we were like a little closer to the age, and then the third one, I want to say, is when they get married, yeah, and that's funny, and I really enjoyed the band camp chick who goes on to be on How I Met Your Mother, and so like I just really enjoyed her character. I think Jason Biggs is way he'll always have a role where he masturbates. Because it's like every role he's ever had, right? (laughs) But uh, I thought he was a good character. And Eugene Levy with his big-ass eyebrows. I just really enjoyed anytime American Pie anything. Me and Pow Wow personally love everything that came afterwards, like the straight-to-DVD stuff. Oh, man. I I don't... You guys are dedicated there. I don't I don't know how you do it. I would actually <laughs> say Pow Wow likes those more. I don't even think he cares about the original ones as much. But, like, I showed him American Pie Naked Mile, which is, like, the high school students go to tour the campus, and he loved it. And then there's a sequel to that called American Pie Beta House, which was written by people from our fraternity. So the fraternity they're basing it on have, like, the same color. So something about that really got Pow Wow into it. <laughs> and we watch Beta House, like, once a week for two years straight. Oh, my God. So I will say, I know most people won't love American Pie as much, but there is something about the crude, uh, perverted humor of that that me as a young person really fucking enjoyed. I I, I get it. I mean, I guess I get it. It's just, I don't know. It, it wasn't meant for me. That's fine. And I kind of always took the side of Road Trip was my favorite. Like, Oh, yeah. I like Road Trip way more, yeah. but there's not three of them. <laughs> there's not three of them, and that's true. There's not three of them. You got Road Trip I would choose Euro Trip over any movie ever because it's like his all-time favorite movie, which is, well, after Independence Day, of course. Independence Day is great, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I like American Pie, and in, like, and you mentioning those other ones, it was just there was a certain type of teen movie that existed when we were teenagers. It doesn't exist now. If that's it does, true. I haven't seen it. Maybe on Netflix somewhere, there's like a... Like all the National Lampoon movies, like right now, when you talked about your collection of DVDs, I have the same thing. I probably have eight National Lampoon movies no one's ever heard of, and it's literally just you get to see tits every once in a while, and there's dick jokes. And then like at the end, <laughs> it wraps up, and there's nothing. It's kind of like all the Broken Lizard movies before Super Troopers. Like yep. that's their only one in Beer Fest that are like real movies. And they're, I get the other ones are, but they're like the production value's not there or yeah. whatever on the others. But I still own them all because – that was rated R, and I was like, we're buying it. It's got rated Automatically. R. Automatically. That's just how it worked. <laughs> um, what is your number one? This is probably not a surprise, but it's the Friday trilogy. I'm so glad, because that movie I thought about, or the ones I thought right before we started, I was like, I hope you have this. What's the Fridays? I didn't even think about it until right before we started. Yeah. So I'm glad you have that one on there. Yeah. Oh, so that was the one you were... Yes. Oh, yeah. That was when I was like, I can't believe I forgot that one. (laughs) Yeah, you should totally have messed your list up and and added it. But yeah, the Fridays are number one. I just can't think of anything that has given me more joy in my life than watching those movies. Which one's your favorite? 
this is probably unpopular, but next Friday is my favorite. Mine too. And I would also <laughs> agree. We are very much on the, uh, the the second being the best. I think yes, of course you need the first one, and the first one is a, first one's hilarious. Like, uh, see, I would argue the first one's a better real movie. It is. It's a hood movie, but the second one's funnier. Yeah, it just is. And like, I'm not even trying to say Mike Epps versus Chris Tucker, but at the end of the day, Mike Epps is funnier in next Friday than Chris Tucker is in Friday, in my opinion. Now, um, yeah, if, if you're gonna I, say I guess, memorable lines, that. sure, Chris Tucker has more memorable lines, but like when you watch fucking Mike Epps talk about the she got those snacks on <laughs> bootleg, <laughs> like he just kills me in that movie. Or when he's like those those tens or those fifteens, fifteens. Oh my god, no, nah, they ain't, no, nah, they ain't fifteens, but they they are. I think. <laughs> right. Oh man, there's so many quotables, um, so many. Quotables. I really enjoy this. Now the third one. It wouldn't have made it number one on my list because I don't love the third one. Third one's okay. It gave me enough chuckles to justify the trilogy. Being I just one. really, it was the first time I saw Cat Williams and I did not enjoy his character. Now, I will always say the Pimp Chronicles was pretty good. Oh, man, I love the Pimp Chronicles. And was it Cat House Presents or whatever on the camera? Those two I like. All those other stand-ups I don't even really like all that much. And for some reason, I just hated his character in that. Now, he is amazing in Atlanta. Season two, episode one, he plays uh, Paperboy's dad, and he's fucking like the best acting I've seen on anything in a long time. And I'm like, damn, I didn't expect that. That's great. All right. And it was like, huh, why doesn't he act more? <laughs> I guess he's just a crazy person. But yeah, the Friday movies are great. My wife's never watched them. What? I've always been like, well, when you want to download these and we can watch the Friday movies uh, whenever you want Look. to. Remember that DVD set I said I have? Oh yeah, you got. All I got of all of them. I might have to. It comes with the, like a four pack, so it's all three Fridays and all about the Benjamins. Oh, so, well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed the Fridays as well. Um, like I've told you many a times, I grew up on like some in living color stuff. Yeah. So I've <clears throat> always enjoyed the quote unquote black movies. So did my cousin um, that I hung out with a lot. He always we just were always like that. Like I'll enjoy Booty Call. Booty Call's one of my favorite movies. Oh, Booty Call's hilarious. And if people yeah. never watch it, they just assume it's just a complete like sex movie. It's like uh, no, it's a no, comedy. it's an adventure. It's an adventure <laughs> comedy. God damn it. Um, and was it Black and Blue? I don't remember what their movie is called, but I watched that one a lot where the main characters' names were Black and Blue. I don't know. I don't know. I need to see so it. So they get out of jail and they're back in the hood, and it's a comedy movie, and it's all like way over hyped and satire, and you're like, well, see. Movies like that, I always think of don't be a menace while drinking your juice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely one of my all-time favorites. So when we get to Marvel mentions, I'll have to bring that something close to that up. All right. So my number one I'm going with is the Austin Powers trilogy. Uh, That's also – it's also was not made for me. I understand. Um, I, I saw it. I looked at it. Like it actually – funny thing is um, on my PlayStation, like for some weird reason, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, came up on my little – on my little box and i was like why is this random thing coming up and that made me think oh well that was a trilogy yeah i wouldn't name it in mind though <laughs> right and i only put it there because i enjoy my story of when i first saw it and how it all happened now i have friends who claim they loved it before i did but if they did they never told me anything about this movie right and so i remember going through walmart and my mom let me get two movies uh, she was like, sure, you can get two VHS tapes, right? So it was before we had a DVD player. Yep. And I picked up Austin Powers, of Spy Who Shagged Me, and then Revenge of the Nerds 1. Speaking of a movie that could not get made today because there's a rape scene that the main <laughs> oh, character man. does. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But at the time, you're like, good job for having sex with that lady without her knowing. Um, so anyway, I watched Austin Powers, and it was just so funny. And the first one 
it has all the same jokes as the others because that's the whole gag right as they repeat yeah. all the jokes and it was just so funny at that time period because i never seen anything like it and i just really fucking liked it so when the second one came out me being like i love it i got really excited for the second one and then I was a little bummed by it in some ways because it kept repeating some of the same jokes. So I was still pretty much in. And in the third one, I was going to be out on, but then Beyonce was in it. And, and I was Beyonce like, makes everything better. Right. So I had to see <laughs> that one. And I love Goldmember. I love Fat Bat. I just like, I mean, he Mike Myers is like the Eddie Murphy of white people. He does these movies where he'll be like eight characters and you're like, oh, look at him go. He's all the characters. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something really fun about that. Now I just want to see them two do a movie where them two do the whole cast. That would like, be together. hilarious. I mean, like, too bad that they're older shit. Mike but... Myers and all the black characters are Eddie Murphy and they and then sometimes they swap, you know, oh, oh, couldn't do that nowadays. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. There used, what was that movie where Eddie Murphy turns white? Maybe it that was, was an it, SNL skit. No, it was coming to America like he was a w- Jewish guy. In the barbershop. Yeah, I just, there used to be all kinds of moments like that. I don't know. I, I want to say there was, uh, I mean, Dave Chappelle, I guess, did it. When he went, <laughs> oh, Dave Chappelle, but yeah. But the thing that was great about Dave Chappelle is he used more and more powder every time he'd done that character. So it got like wider and wider. And I always thought that was part of the joke. But I don't know if it was or they were just like, no, we got to make him wider. I think that's part of part of the joke dave Chappelle's great <laughs> so anyway i go awesome powers just because in my preteen years it was very important to me all right uh i can't can't argue with it all right do you have any honorable mentions i think i only have a couple to be honest like the spider-man original spider-man trilogy right. that was the first movie that i i can remember in my conscience going into theaters and watching with my dad and it blew my mind. I was like, "What? What's this?" Right. I mean, that movie is really good. I, uh, I personally don't. I mean, I enjoy the movies. I just hate the way the Spider Man has the webs out of his wrists. I'll never get over it. Yeah. Never see, that didn't it. bother me. Of course, I was a kid at that time. That didn't bother right. me then. Um, now, but also watch. It would bother me a little, but still, like I go in the concept with a very open mind. But I mean, there are tellings of Spider Man in the comics that that is the case. It was just the cartoon that I watched. It wasn't that yeah. way. So I was like, hmm. And that was like one of the best cartoons like ever. The Spider Man right. one. So right. So that was kind of where my bias was at. Um, I really, I will say a modern one that I actually liked was the Hunger Games movies. Hunger Games are good. Um, I will say they're the reason Battle Royale games are existing at the moment. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Hunger Games is based on the Battle Royale. Man, you're getting real deep into it. Because that's, that's the thing, though. I mean, people really enjoy the Hunger Games, and I like the first two. I like the second one a lot. It's how I describe Battle Royale games. I'm like, you know the Hunger Games? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, it's kind of like that. Um, but they changed it. Now, I think they could make, and I think they, I really want to say there is a game called Battle Royale that PUBG was based on that is really similar to Hunger Games in the sense of all the weapons are in the middle. And like it just starts. I could be making this shit up. Um, I'll look into it after this. But anyway, The Hunger Games was a really fun shit. And I think just Jennifer Lawrence uh, gets a lot of shit for some reason, but I think she's really good. Of an I, yeah, I don't know why that role literally like was one of her big like breakout roles. I mean, she was perfect for it. Yeah. So um, I do like that. Also, one I'm surprised you didn't have. It was one of the reasons I actually kind of kept it off was the scary movie trilogy. Scary movies are hilarious, but. I just the I third had, one's not as good. Yeah, third I one's love not the second. I love the second one with the strong hand and the haunted house. Um, and I love any. I just really enjoyed the Wayne Brother parodies. Yeah. I just do. If they make a parody, I'm I'm pretty much gonna. Yeah, watch I mean, it. I already said what I think is their greatest parody. Right, of all and time. I would have that's, to agree. That's great. Don't be a menace <laughs> is the best. Um, and then 
Ninja Turtles. Nin- yeah. The I third one's so that. bad. That's why I didn't put it on the list. <laughs> but it was a good trilogy. And then I had the Friday movies, which I thought of. So that's yeah. what I had. Uh, I have one more. Um, uh, now, I do have the original Lord of the Rings trilogies because I did truck and watch all 10 hours of of it, of the original trilogy. And I thought it was great. I couldn't ever do it again. Right. Um, but I did... I did. I did enjoy it. The right, first and time I, I watched it. I really did think about. It. I just put the Matrix instead because it was one of those things when it came out. Two of my friends had read the books a year before they came out, the first movie, so they were like all about it, mm-hmm. and they wanted me to read the book, but that was way before I read. I just wasn't a reader, and we went and watched the movie. And I was like, "Oh, this movie is really good." And then the second one, I just didn't like it for some reason. And then the third one, I was like, "It just seemed like a big fucking long nothing." Could have been one movie. I just was always my thought. Like, they're just walking. I mean, yeah. Then, I mean, it's the journey to... Right. And, and I, I get, like, the reason... I'm sure it's better as a book, right? Yeah. I'm just sure it is. But there was something about her. I'm like, I don't know. I just didn't love it. So I didn't put it on my list because I didn't love it as much as a lot of people. But I went and saw everyone in theaters. It was a big fucking deal when yeah, they were coming out. it was a huge out. deal. Um, and they had games that people like. And even those, I was like... So, like War of the North that came out on PS3 for whatever reason. I love that one. But... A lot of people like like the Twin Towers on PS2. Mm-hmm. And I played it. It was all right. Yeah, I didn't play any of the games that, that have come out for it. All right, man. And the last thing I'll bring up here before we leave is I've been making lots of beats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you played a few for me before we started, and there's one that is really dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play. I think that's what I'm going to play after. The, well, actually, no. The first I'll play it for you, I'll play it. The one that was really dope, my friend Justin Shelton, who listens to the podcast, he has this band called The New Time Zones, actually. I think it's just new time zones with no the. No, the, I'm particular. The, I mean, on that, so I get it. Yeah, people are very right. So he uh, sent me some songs that are going aren't released yet, and then the first one I heard, I heard this one part that I want to sample because another tangent. I watched these uh, videos of how they sampled and things, what it's called or whatever, and it just shows like the original beat and then like the rap beat that was made from that song or whatever, right? And so. I've been obsessed with that shit, and I'm like, I need to find some shit to sample. And I figured Shelton wouldn't mind me sampling his songs, right? Yeah. Because we're homies. And so I sampled his song. I've made a beat that's so fucking good. Like, I'm so ready to write to it. I'm not going to upload the beat without – it won't be on this podcast or whatever. I'm Unless Shelton's like, no, play it, and then I might on the podcast. But I will definitely try to write a song to it because it's that good. Yeah, it's, it, I was impressed by it. I was like, man – Somebody's really been like in the in the lab, like learning here. Yeah, I finished three beats yesterday. So, and I've, I'm trying to finish one today. It's just not great. Sometimes you don't have the hits, but something I know I do that most producers don't, and it's probably not good, is a lot of people on these websites, you know, I'm going to forums are like, oh, I start, you know, eight or nine beats a day. I never finish any of them. You know, or once a week I'll finish one, but I start, you know, dozens. I've finished every beat I've started. There has not been one I've started and I haven't finished with something that I save and export. Man, that doesn't seem like a... Uh, I guess it is common practice around the music industry, but I don't know how somebody could do it. I would constantly be thinking about that one thing. Right, I don't know. I just... Uh, now, I have like made like the drums and then been like, I don't know what to add and I'll save it and like a week later come back to it. Yeah. But currently at the moment, I have finished everything I've started... And so I'm, the one I'm working on now is like the last one that I have that I've started a while ago and I'm trying to just get it to finish. And I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I'm like, I feel like, because what I've noticed on beats is they're all just random bullshit. And like some people like it and some people don't. And it just is what it is. Because like I will hear a beat and be like, fucking dope. I'm rapping to it. Yeah. 
And then other people may not want to do a song on that at all. So, and that's another thing is uh, if I've watched a lot of videos of producers, they do a lot of like you, you know, if I get feedback from them, they're like, you need to add more. There needs to be more. It needs to be fuller. And then, or musicians, people have bands and stuff, they say the same thing. But when you actually listen to beats that rappers do, there's like four fucking noises. Yep. That whole beat. They don't have fucking sense filling everything out all the time and stuff like that. So I've been me- making my beats pretty simple. Because I'm like, well, that's how real rap beats kind of are. I mean, like, you got a ra- bass, you got mostly a snare kick in there somewhere, like right. <laughs> and you have something to make a melody of, like, yeah. And but you also got to remember, and this is like the hardest part, like for my wife, when she listens to beats, like the rapper's going to have a melody, like the rapper's going to add something to, or the singer, whatever, is going to add something to that beat. So mm-hmm. like, and I've done it sometimes where I'm adding a noise to be like the noise of the voice. I'm like, oh, I got to take that out because that would be me or whoever raps to it, right? Like. So you got to realize you got to leave like a pocket for someone to do something, right? So I try really hard not to leave stuff too full, but I could see like people be like, oh, those are real simple. But I I feel like that's my strategy at the moment. Yeah. So at the end of this one, we'll play one that's uh, like sample a word and then put a word through a filter that makes it sound like a guitar and done all this weird shit. But I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I just dropped it and was like, call it a beat. And maybe I'll do something to it, but it sounds more like a punk rock song to me than a yeah. rap beat. And I don't know if I'm, I'm the one for that. But maybe, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? But you got anything else, Dom? Um, I don't think I have anything else, to be honest. All right. Well, keep thinking about um, your NBA things. We oh, can yeah. split them up I, I into separate appearances if we would like, because I bet it'll be a long one yeah, if we've done it, it all at once. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll have to get to that eventually. And then... Uh, we'll think of more top fives we can do that are fucking hard as shit. Ooh. I was thinking because I enjoy doing the rap rappers, right? Because I mean, you both like rap music. Yep. Um, to make it more interesting, I think we could split up to like favorite in junior high, favorite in high school, favorite in college. Oh, that's definitely because uh, I think that would. Those are a whole different categories, right? Exactly, and I think that I, there'll be a couple crossovers, right? But not a lot. Yeah. So I think that one we might do that for the next couple few appearances. Or that's whatever. cool. But, all right, man, appreciate it. Sweet, thanks.